Blog Talk Radio. Oh, get But you see, we know, you have to show a maximum respect when a blood 
Straight out of Oakland, California, where we're sparking on you. Give a shout out to my partners in the darkest corners. I remember drinking energy, smoking weed. Fantasize about the things we grow to be. Had a partner named Snoop, love the clown of sex. Smoke a pound of sex, commit to down the track. Shooting craps in the alley so they chase us off. Pour a little for my homies, but don't waste it all. Ooh, we, who pop that coochie best? On my tattoo checks is where the hoochie rest. Having out parties in the crowded spot And you can tell it's hot, they talk loud a lot Everybody wanna dance when the slow jam come Look it up, cause you're waiting for your chance to hump Straight guns and everybody having fun And it's cool till a fool pull a loaded gun Cause another dude kicked his Bacardi over He had to act a fool, now the party's over Gunshots rang like it's thunder And everybody bum rushing and I'm rushing to get a number Said she got a man, but she's lying Why? I seen her talking to the southern guy And he's a dealer, so you know she gon' sweat him I ain't tripping, I just hope he get him I got nothing for love
already know who it is and how we do it for the next three hours. It's your boy, Flossy Jeezy, chiming in tonight on a hot subject, you know, dear and near to the folks here in the hip-hop community about our culture, about our music, about our love. You know what I'm saying? It's black love. And the question tonight is, are whites taking over the hip-hop scene? It's a beautiful day here in Portland, Oregon. You know what I'm saying? We're getting underway, trying to get a little bit in. You know what I'm saying? Trying to figure out what's going down with the rap scene and what's going down with our community. 646-595-3402. And we're trying to figure out what's going down so far as our art and our talent and our, uh, you know, our resource. You know what I'm saying? We're using this music to, to pay the bills, to be artistic, and to express ourselves. Yet the, the American media scene seems to be taking it and using it for their own devices, okay? Uh, nothing wrong with, you know, sharing the wealth, but... The more uh, songs come out, the more the years go by, the more we seem to be losing our place within our own genre. You know what I'm saying? I mean, we saw it happen to tap dance. We saw it happen to jazz. And we saw it happen to R&B. And, uh, you got to ask yourself the question, when was the last time a black man won a Grammy for his own hip-hop music? You know what I'm saying? So we're going to discuss all that tonight and get it in. So the topics tonight is, is it just a matter of time before the genre we gave birth to be stolen, you know what I'm saying, like tap, jazz, and R&B. And what is the message being sent out when all the commercials in the media focusing on whites replacing us in our own genre, okay? And will a black rapper ever win another Grammy Award? It's been a long time. I mean, I think it's like been like, well, you know, uh, one out of the last seven or eight years since this has happened. I mean, Eminem even came out with some late album work and uh, was able to slip in under the wire. And what message does this send out to the black community? Okay, and uh, what is your overall view on what's happening to, um, you know what I'm saying, to blacks in hip-hop? And more and more blacks are being censored for their work while whites are giving a pass on content. So, you know what I'm saying? Kick back, enjoy the show. We're going to play a few more songs, give a few people some time to get in here, and then we're going to get into this uh, subject because, like I said before, I think it's a very important subject because more and more and more and more and more we're not seeing any of our artists being featured the way that they need to be featured. More and more and more we're seeing our artists just kind of being pushed to the side where everyone else seems to benefit off of our talent and our skill. So it's black love tonight. Once again, our whites taking over the hip-hop scene. 646-595-3402. I'm your boy, Flossie Jeezy. We'll be back in a moment. I melted microphones instead of cones or ice cream music orientated So when hip-hop was originated Fitted like pieces of puzzles Complicated Cause I grab the mic and try to say yes y'all They try to take it And say that I'm too small Cool Cause I don't get upset I kick a hole in the speaker Pull a plug Then I jet Back to the lab Without a mic to grab So then I add all the rhymes I had One after the other one Then I make another one To diss the opposite Then act as the brother's done I get a craving like I fiend for nicotine But I don't need a cigarette Know what I mean? Know what I'm I mean, raging, what I mean. up the stage And don't it sound amazing? 
Cause every rhyme is made in thought of Cause it's sort of an addiction Magnetized by the mixing Vocals, vocabulary, and verses just stuck in The mic is a drain, no volcanoes erupting Rhymes overflowing, gradually growing Everything is written in the code so it can coincide My thoughts to God 48 tracks to slide The invincible microphone fiend rock him Spread the word for some N-E-F-F-E-C-T A smooth operator operating correctly But back to the problem I gotta have it, you can't solve it Silly rabbits, a prescription is a hypertone That's heroin, I feed for a microphone Like heroin, soon as the bass kicks I need a fix, give me a stage and a mic and a mix And I'll put you in a mood Or is it a state of unawareness? Beware, it's the reanimator A minute to a microphone, no lethal weapon or assassinator if the people ain't stepping, you'll see a part of me that you never seen When I'm fiending for a microphone, I'm the microphone fiend After 12, I'm worse than a gremlin Feed me hip-hop and I start trembling The thrill of suspense is intense, you're horrified But this ain't the cinemas of tales from the dark side By any means necessary, this is what has to be done Make way, cause here I come My DJ cuts material Material Grand material. It's a must that I bust any mic you hand to me. It's inherited, it runs in the family. I wrote the rhyme that broke the bull's back. If that don't slow him up, I carry a full pack. Now I don't wanna have to let off, you should have kept off, you didn't keep the stage warm. Step off, Step ladies Step and gentlemen, you're about to see. A pastime hobby about to be taken to the maximum. I can't relax, see your life as a hypochondriac, cause the rap be one hell of an antidote. Something you can't smoke more than dope. You're trying to move away, but you can't. You broke more than cracked up. You should have backed up. For those that act up, need to be more than smacked up. Any entertainer, I gotta talk to chamber one on one, and I'm the remainder. So close your eyes and hold your breath. And I'ma hit you with the blow of death. Before you go, you remember your scene. The fiend of a microphone, I'm the microphone fiend. The microphone fiend. The microphone fiend. The microphone fiend. The mic of the mic of the microphone fiend. The mic of the mic of the mic of the microphone fiend. The microphone fiend. The mic of the mic of the microphone fiend. The mic of the mic of the mic of the microphone fiend. The microphone fiend. The mic of the mic of the microphone. The mic of the mic of the mic of the microphone fiend. The microphone fiend.
Yet once again, another hot classic from my man Eric B. and Rakim. You know what I'm saying? Coming in strong with that microphone theme. But I'm going to bring my man on the scene, Smooth Gangster, Smooth Gangster Lean, my man from Seattle, the Emerald City, Sugar Ray. What's going on, my man? Hey, what's going on, man? Man, you know, I was kind of stumped tonight on a topic to talk about. Then I stumbled across this article that my girl had, had, had told me about. You know what I'm saying? It was telling me how, you know, uh, she was tripping off of this article. It says they had this thing called a takeover with Macklemore and a couple of half originals and and, uh, and my man uh, Eminem on, on the track. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, they're saying the, uh, the article was called The Takeover. So, you know what I'm saying? I, and actually, you know, a hair went up on the back of my neck. And I'm saying, damn, you know, you know, it, it is quite true. I can't name the last time that a brother won a Grammy for rap. And, and I guess the question I'm asking tonight as we hit this Black Love segment is, are whites taking over the hip-hop scene? 646-595-3402. What do you think about that, man? Well, you know what? Um, my take on it is different. I have a... You know, I've kind of like been watching that thing for a long period of time, man. But I think it's more of a thing. Not only are they making moves on it, we're practically giving it away. Mm. We're giving it away. The reason mm. why I say that is because as long as we have been doing stuff and been in the industry of doing hip-hop, we created hip-hop, we have never got to the point where we control and own, you know what I'm saying? We always get to the point where we just do it and do it, but black people are just one of the most, uh, uh, I would say, forgiving and, and open-armed people I have ever seen in my life. We just let people in, and we just basically, oh, and think it's all good. And when they get in and they learn our stuff and they and they get to the point where they get to do it so, many, so, so long that they figure it out. And they get to the point to where they move in positions and then they next thing you know, they're signing us. Eminem is signing <laughs> signing rappers, black rappers. And Macklemore, he'll be signing. But those guys in a short period of time have got to an executive level that we got guys that you like you just played, Rakim, who's been doing it since the beginning, and he doesn't have no executive level. Right. He can't sign. A, he don't. He can't sign no artists. You see what I'm saying? Right. And he has his own label. Go ahead with that. He still right. has more. Yeah, but he 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 may have that. We have our own thing. But right now, what is a label right now? I mean, a label right, right now. Because right now, if you don't have big money, a label doesn't do anything because you don't. What are you going to sell? Because nobody's buying CDs. Their CDs are all. Those CDs are out anymore. It's, it's 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 gone, you know, and it's kind of like we're giving it away. But the thing about it is, um, you know, I, I wouldn't call it a takeover. Well, then again, I guess you can call it a takeover. They can call it what they want to call it because it is what it is. That's right in your face. I'm quite sure the article whoever wrote it was probably a white person that wrote it. Yeah, I've been, I've been trying to research and find that article and dig through that article, and I know that I didn't. Eraser, but I really want to elaborate off a bit. But then, 
you know, I, I went into the to the to the giant. I went into the toy box. I went into the Google, and the Google was really elaborating was really elaborating hard on, you know, what I'm saying the, the takeover, and it showed Macklemore. It showed, you know, what I'm saying. It showed, uh, you know, Eminem. Showed another, you know, uh, you know, a lower name brand cat whose uh, name that I didn't really get a chance to get a grasp on because. Be quite is his name, G- is his name, uh, is his name G-Eazy? Because there's a guy, there's a guy, I saw his video, and I must indeed say that his style is sort of an Eminem style as far as the video and how he was looking, and he had a real conservative white boy approach toward it, you know. Right. But the thing about it, the beat was ridiculous. The beat sounded like something uh, I never heard Eminem's rap or something like that. I never heard it sound it's a down south beat. It sounds like it's it, it was funky. The beat was was real was dope. And you can tell, mm-hmm. man, it's like wow. See, but that's what we do. You know, we make our money but we're behind the scenes. The new thing right now is to be behind the scenes making making their beats, writing their lyrics, and putting those guys out there, and they come up with the slick, clever stuff. Because one thing I want to say about it, man, this is this is going to be kind of odd when I say this, man. Well, some of these white rappers, they come out with some slick type of styles. But when it comes to these black rappers, the brothers that I'm looking at, the, other than the ones that are established, the ones I see, man, it's always the same. There's nothing slick about it. And it's like it's like I, I, I watch the stuff. It's just basically uh, it's, what I'm saying is all about the the, the bling, the, the 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 cars and things like that. But the white rappers don't rap like that, man. White rappers are guys who come, they come across with some other stuff, and it's tripping to me. It's tripping me out when I look at this, man. You know, it's, it's incredible. Let me let me play a little excerpt here for you. And Tali Kwali is is talking about basically how you know the, the 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 genre that we come to know and love, and you know what I'm saying the, the genre that we've you know grown up with, the, the genre that basically you know you know we we pretty much created. Uh, he says that it's no longer even a talent in a isn't a talent based you know, I mean, uh, genre anymore. So I'm gonna see if I can get this get this audio up here and, and, and see what's going on for whatever reason the the audio isn't really presenting itself. So I guess we're gonna, I guess we we may have to we may have to wait on, on that one. But uh basically in essence he's saying that there's not a whole lot of a lot of talent out there right now. And, and the, the... The way you like the voices, the voices are. Okay, okay, here we go. He says he says that hip hop is not uh, talent based. This is Talib Kweli talking about the hip hop genre now. Can you hear that? Okay. Like I got this guy back from Chicago, and Chicago has a style that. Yeah, I mean, shout out to him, Chop. I think he's sort of the the epicenter of that. Mm-hmm. You know, um, 
you know, West Coast has always kind of had sound. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I mean? It's just like the music itself. And, and the, the, the way they reflect the voices, the voices and stuff like that. I can't really pinpoint a New York sound right now. No, no. I'm a New York artist. But I, I don't consider myself within the limitations of being a New York artist. Like, I'm, I'm looking at myself as an international universal artist. I'm not just competing with rappers. I'm trying to compete with the Canada Black History. I'm not trying to compete with Lacey Hughes and James Baldwin and Claude McKay. I'm not looking at it as some five girls shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, but a lot of people get caught up in their feelings with that. And you're right. Like, the Bay Area, West Coast, they complain for a long time about how no one listens to West Coast music. But through all that time, the Bay Area has maintained a Bay Area sound. Radio-wise, they have more stations, hip-hop stations in the Bay Area than any place. So they're able to maintain a, a radio presence. And as a hip-hop artist, if you crack it in the Bay, you crack it in the rest of the country. Because of that, other artists, the Bay Area sound remains distinct. There's always a, a hot Bay Area record in the club. Matter of fact, if you're an artist from Atlanta, you go into the Bay to get a, a, a beat to pull your album to stay hot in the club. So... Detroit, you got a lot of rappers from Detroit, Guilty, Voice of Five Nine, people like that. Detroit music, there's no Detroit sound that's on the radio. But Detroit, you can name the Detroit rap style. You know what I'm saying? And, and ain't like compromising on that. A lot of New York artists, I'm not even talking about the bigger artists, but I'm talking about the no-name artists, the people who are trying to copy the trends, not the trend sense. You know what I'm saying? If you're trying to copy a trend, if you're trying to do something that's not original, that's fine. They don't like to hate on that, but you can't, you don't, you, you lost the right to complain about shit. You know what I'm saying? Well, you said that too long ago, the hip hop's not really top based right now. Mm-hmm. Say that. Uh, when people are invested in hip hop, uh, for the most part, what I see is not invested in the talent of the actual artist. It's more invested in, in the moment of the song. Like, MK Asante is an artist that I did a song with, um, Rap Cat, from Ann Bishop Lamont, um, Scott in the Hood, and we just filmed a video for it. But at the end of the song, they have a loud conversation with Rap Cat talking to some girls. I think it's off his out bar then. And he's talking some young shit, and he's like, What y'all into? They're like, We just want to match some this ratchet. Something we can turn up to, something has some something to do with some drugs, some sex, you know, something something like something that's exciting. He's like, What about bars? She's like, We don't care about bars. We just wanna turn up. You know, and I think a lot of people are having conversations. Which is why I have to applaud Kendrick because he's forcing people who don't give a shit about lyrics to now think about where they stand. But we're always doing that. Well where it is. Like, you know, she was all. It was about shit. Right. Like, you know, what people was, and I, I get your point because I agree with your point. It's still a lot of things. You go further back. That was a lyrical song, though, for the time. It was. That was a lyrical song. I like to walk with Fuck the Big Mac. You ain't never hear Fuck the Big Mac on the radio. That was like some big person. Hey, look. That was a. So you kind of get the idea, Sugar Ray, that he said exactly what you just said. There's not a lot of talent base that's going on out there. You know what I mean? He right. said the same thing that you just said, that there's not a lot of talent. There's not a lot of, you know, in other words, we're not grinding hard on the, on the talent aspect like we once were. Yeah, so basically, So basically what you said, could you hear all that audio pretty good? Yeah, yeah, I heard it. I heard it. I heard it pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. It, so you're it, okay it, about it, that. Yeah, you're right, man. And and the thing also is though is that one of the biggest things that's going on and and 
in rap is also uh, a lot of things that goes on, a lot of other stuff, is nobody's held accountable, meaning nobody's policing rap music or hip-hop. It used to be a point in time where if somebody came out with some whack stuff, there was always somebody to come back and check them. There was a point in time, man, they dudes wouldn't even put nothing out because they feared that if they put something out whack, that somebody's going to come out and think they ain't going to call them whack, going to call them out on it. Trust me, I'm an old school rapper. I know because I used to do rap, and I did it big time. You know, I used to write lyrics and do stuff like that, and I, I was embedded and deep in the, into the culture of it. And the thing about it is those, like, for instance, like P.M. Dunn going on stage, you know, and you know how P.M. Dunn dress and what they do. Karis right. went on stage, went on stage and, t- and, and took them off and, 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 and just disrespected them because it's, it's, there's, it's our culture, it's our stuff. It's, it's a situation that if you're not doing it the way it's supposed to be done, or if you're a whack MC, I'm going to treat you like a whack MC. You go on stage and you rapping some some type of way and I don't like it, I'm going to throw an apple at you and hit you in your forehead. That's that's, right. that's how it was back in the day. So you never right. came whack. But nowadays, man, whack is a norm. It's like there's so much money in it, man. That dude's getting the microphone right now. You don't know what the hell he's saying. Like, what is he talking about? I don't even know what the fuck he just said. I can't even... Recite any lyrics. I'm a, I just like the beat, like the song with Young Thug and Ti. If you if you ever get a chance, download that download that track, and possibly play that. It's called About the Money. The beat is bananas. Dude comes off, and I mean he comes off and he does his thing. And I understand I'm from Louisiana, so I understand. But you you really do not know what the hell he's saying. Right, but the but the track is hot. But that's what's going on nowadays. It's like it's one of those things, man. That hey, it is what it is. But like I said, there's no police in the, the, the game no more, man. Nobody's checking it. Nobody's doing anything. Anything it just you know they, they got commercials. You know everybody on them doing. That's why like. Uh, uh, that thing with the uh, Zulu Nation came out talking about World Star when he wrote that letter to World Star. Thank you. you beat me to it. Go ahead, elaborate. Yeah. Break it down. Yeah. And the thing about that is, is that he's from New York, and he he knows about the culture. He knows about what's what's good. But when you so when you to the point where you're you're like cheating. And I, when I say cheating, I mean when it's mean like you're doing, you're not being loyal to, to, the culture that you you uh you built your site on. You're going to the point where you're throwing in other site that's basically destroying the principles of it. In other words, you're violating the game. You're putting stuff on there where dudes are getting their ass beat. You showing stuff on there where you got. Disrespectful stuff, man, and it shows a bad example to our young people coming up that this is what they see, and other people who don't know anything about this culture, about us, they go on World Star and they look at it and they say, "Oh, this is what they're about." So we're gonna use this and we're gonna mimic. It. And at the same time, you go in the world and deal with anything you dealing with. People may not know anything about you, but the, the, the fact that they look at World Star. 
they're thinking like, oh, that's how they are. That's who they are. So it creates a stereotype, man, and that's and he's hurting it. So he's not he's not helping. He's hurting the situation. So he's cheating. He's hurting us. But he's making money. People think it's all though. He make money, but money, money, okay, money, okay, fine. He makes money, but that doesn't make it right. <laughs> I mean, you know, people don't, okay, people don't make, get that though, Sugar Ray. Go ahead. They they don't get that, man. People don't get it. People say, oh, well, he's making money. Well, that means if if if, if he makes his money, that means it's okay. So that means you'll do anything to make money. You'll 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 sell your ass to make money. It seems like because. That's what you think. Oh, well, he's making money. That's your answer. That's a lame, stupid answer. But that's why Africa Bambada is going at World Star. And I had the same, it's so funny, I had the same type of ideal, man. You know, great minds think alike, family. I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to play one more excerpt for you here. And this is uh, Talib Kweli on the white male privilege, right, and Eminem. Listen very closely to what's going on with this, because like I said, my boy Talib, uh, Talib, I have a lot of respect for him, man, because, you know, he's not really a brother that's going to play around. He's going to try to hit you up and give it to you the way it is. Keep game. Right. Well, when Russ was here, and this is before last one, which I don't know at the time, he gave part of the credit of Matt Miller to go and go on to him being white. Uh, I agree with that. Yeah, this country is still built on racism. That will never change unless we tear it down and start over. So, um, you know, white privilege is a real thing. And especially white male privilege is a, is a real thing. I have male privilege as a black male, but I don't have white male privilege. Um, when Black Star was we did a show in Brooklyn, Vermont, years ago, and Eminem was scheduled to open up for us. In the time that we broke the show, the time the show actually happened, Slim Shady dropped, and Eminem was on the cover of Rolling Stone with blonde hair. I never seen that uh, hip hop artist. And I, I know Eminem, like I was in, I've seen Eminem battle in the street. I've seen people run up to Eminem and battle him on Broadway. Like, you white girl, you ain't got. And I've seen Eminem eat. So I never questioned his integrity, but I've never seen a rapper go be on the cover of Rolling Stone that quickly. That, that never, I had never seen that. And I, I know, but that's because he's a white boy, and he, he has the blonde hair now. And it, like, it's like, okay, I, I want to say that Eminem was so much better than other MCs at the time. But what he had more than other MCs was a vision. He had more vision. So even the even the Slim Shady EP before he went with Drake. The idea that there's Eminem and there's Slim Shady was genius. The idea that all the songs, like just the two of us, he had them in, yeah. and like it was like all the songs were super con- conceptual and super visual. Back then, rappers who were dope at rapping, freestyle was rapping about rapping. But I'm nice, and 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 i am and then for the video, he wasn't scared. Like, back then, if a rapper got signed with Dr. Dre and had a chance to make a video, we make any rapper in the game would have made that some shady video. No, they would have been like, listen, I wear Tim's, and this is what I wear. And that was like, oh, you want me to dress like Elvis? Fine. You want me to, you know, I dress like a girl? Fine. He was having fun. He was willing to play characters. He was willing to dye his hair blonde. You know, he was taking chances 
artistically that the average MC. And I don't, and I do think that he's better than. I think Eminem has to be top three, maybe top five, no matter what time you talk about. But I don't think that's what it was because there's a lot of MCs who's nasty. It was him being a visionary as an artist and willing to take them chances. How old you know I know Eminem well enough to, you know. What's up, man? How you feeling? What's up? Quite, that's it. Okay. Like, I always admire him from afar. Oh, uh, he's crazy. That's what it did. That's that. No, I just remember, I remember seeing Eminem often, and um, he would be, like, going towards the punchline in that a lot. And um, he would be with, like, um, Young Z. Yeah. And they used to go, what he used to remember the house out of that. So, that's what he was doing with the house. And um, I got a friend of mine, Joel's, from Flatbush. And this was a park state. He used to be in the park. And he had heard about Eminem. And Eminem was freestyling on Asian hip hop. On the house in the Broadway. Like the first hip hop internet radio station. Alright. And he came downstairs and she well stepped to him. You have battle. And it was an epic battle. And Eminem held his own. And I remember thinking. Like, it's right there from Detroit, not scared of battling on street corners, like, you know, I don't want to respect for that. Well, thank you, thank you. There you have it, right there, right? you know what I'm saying? I mean, that's, that's as real as it gets right there, and, 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 it, and it's incredible. Uh, you know what I'm saying? He, he broke it down exactly for what it is. I mean, it is what it is. It, just, it doesn't matter in this country what we do. It doesn't matter in this in this country, you know, what we create, how it comes down, whether it's tap dance, jazz, R&B, no matter what it is, you're going to figure out a way to take that process and to take that and to basically, uh, you know what I'm saying, shit on, you know, how, how things is done. And they're going to shit on how, how, how whether or not we are allowed to, you know what I'm saying, even be focus on our own stuff. I see you hear me say it all the time. When you got people that get more credit, right, for pretending to be you than you do being you, that is very, very problematic because what ends up happening is is that your culture, your 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 uh music, your genre, your everything gets basically bastardized and then you're left you know, with what the hell is over with. I mean it's it's absolutely crazy, you know, the way that this thing goes down and uh, it, it, it's, it's actually pretty shameful because, like I said before, you know, I, 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 I've said a long time ago that, you know, you know, it, you know this, Al, this 21st century Al Joseph bullshit that goes down in the way that, you know, we get, we get, we get our, our talent, we get our talent, we get our, our, our stuff kind of handed back to us like, you know, yeah, nigga, we done took this too, and, and uh, you don't have control over none of your shit now. So when I get back... When I get back, you know what I'm saying, we're like, you and I are just like, you know what I'm saying, our boys from Funkadelic, we're not just knee-deep, you know what I'm saying, we're totally deep on, on how this thing goes down. So we're going to pay a couple of bills real quick, and then when we come back, we're going to dive just a little bit deeper up in here uh, into this subject. This is Black Love. I'm on deck with my man, you know, Sugar Ray Robinson from Seattle, the Emerald City. You know, Black Love, our wife's taking over the hip-hop scene. Six four six five nine five three four zero two. We'll be back in a few.
nigga Move quick, we better be quicker than the next Motherfucker on the trigger Cause I'm static, starting to be a fucking habit Gotta keep my automatic, go get my ass kicked When I'm traffic, kinda rough man I drop a bucket, little thug like nigga screaming Fuck it, I love to throw my middle finger to the police And no bucks, no justice, no peace I'm smoking blunt till I pass up Rolling in my niggas glass out, driving fast, talking to bitches, whipping cash out. I'm with my niggas, fucking suckers, I'm rocking buses, smoking chronic motherfuckers, causing ruckus. It's the last of the drink, pull over, can't hear damn thing sober, high till I die. No, till they smoke me to shit, don't stop till my gas get dropped. I'm high till I die. No, till they smoke me to shit, don't stop till my gas get dropped. I'm high till I die. No, till they smoke me to shit, don't stop till my gas get dropped. Lord help me, save me Mama keep praying for a young motherfucker Trying to duck an early grave In a city where you can't sell a face from a state Enemies of ponies, friends from your homies Around the corner there's another nigga waiting to shack He don't know I got a clock till his ass is shot Like a motherfucking thug disease Craving beef like they motherfucking thugs to me Hey, what's up with bitches trying to screw me? Do me cause I did a movie Throw the pussy to me but before they never knew me Rather God or let you blame me for a buster And with my Glock I'm a plotting ass rotten motherfucker don't let that movie fool ya Let me fool ya screaming thug like nigga when I do ya It's the last of the track Pull over Can't hear damn things over Cause I'm high till I die Look till they smoke me to shit Don't stop till my ass get dropped I'm high till I die Look till they smoke me to shit Don't stop till my ass get dropped I'm high till I die Look till they smoke me to shit Don't stop till my ass get dropped I'm high till I die Look till they smoke me to shit Don't stop Shit don't stop Uh-huh. I done squeeze mad clips at the cat for they bricks and chips. Number three, 
never trust nobody Your mama set that ass up Properly gassed up Hoodie the mask up For that fast buck She be laying in the bushes To light that ass up Number four Know you heard this before Never get high on your own supply Number five Never sell no crack where you rest at I don't care if they want an ounce Tell them bounce Number six That goddamn credit Get it You take a crackhead paying your back Shit forget it Seven This rule is so underrated Keep your family and business completely separated Money and blood don't mix Like two dicks and no bitch Find yourself in serious shit Number eight Never keep no weight on you Them cats that squeeze your guns can hold jumps too Number nine should've been number one to me If you ain't getting back, say the fuck the police If niggas think you're snitching, they ain't trying to listen they be sitting in your kitchen, waiting to start hitting number 10 A strong word called consignment, strictly for live men, not for freshmen uh-huh. If you ain't got the clientele, say hell no Cause they gon' want their money, rain, sleep, hell no Follow these rules, you'll have mad bread to break uh-huh. up If not, 24 years on the wake up Slug hit your temple, watch your frame shake up Caretaker did your makeup When you pass, your girl fuck my man Jacob Heard in three weeks, she sniffed a whole half a cake up Heard she suck a good dick, that could hook a steak up Gotta go, gotta go, more pots to bake up Word up, uh. Crack King, Frank Wizard Enough, you know what I'm saying? Um, for lack of a better way to put it, pizzazz in the game 
to really, you know, keep your attention. I mean, you got a lot of noise going on. You got a lot of people trying to say stuff slick and fast. But, if, you know what I'm saying, it's just like throwing, you know, uh, you know, trying to grab and hold on to a grease pig. You know what I'm saying? You got a lot of squealing and a lot of noise, but you ain't holding nothing. You know what I'm saying? You know, a, a teaspoon of Kool-Aid in a five-gallon jug, you ain't tasting nothing. You know what I'm saying? A teaspoon of Kool-Aid in a five-gallon jug of water. You know what I'm saying? You ain't right. holding nothing down. Now, back to, the, back to the matter at hand, perfection is perfection, so I'm going to let them understand from an OG's perspective, as my man said on the, on the Dre album, the nothing but a G thing, this is a tweet, basically, between uh, Macklemore and and uh, and my man uh, uh, Kendrick uh, uh, Lamar. He says, "Let's get it, bro. Wake up, call. We work. We work hard as fuck. You know it, homie. Time to celebrate. Congratulations, my friend. You know what a fucking year. Okay. Then it slips down here, where." Macklemore tells him, hey, you know, you got robbed. I wanted you to win. You should have. It's weird. It sucks that I robbed you. I was going to say that during the speech. Then the music started playing during my speech, and I froze. I said, you know, anyway, you know what it is. Congrats on this year and your music. Appreciate you as an artist and a friend. Much love. Now, this is my man, you know, from your uh, you know, from your old neck of the woods, Macklemore, you know what I'm saying, uh, forming Mac Miller on him, telling him that, you know, we, he, he knows that the brother got robbed. He knows that he got robbed. I mean, and it's ridiculous. I have another audio here, and I've got had privy to some real good audio and some good, you know, stereo speakers so that you can, you know, hear this stuff concisely and clearly, right? And it says here, mere hours after taking four uh, Grammys, Macklemore shared in his text to Kendrick Lamar via Instagram. That was Instagram I just read that off. So I stand corrected on that. Saying that he got robbed in last night's Grammys and early this morning, you see it as the Seattle MC called the morning show on Hot Night 7 explained how the Grammy folks are selected. And he talks about the problem with the Grammy committees are filling out bubbles, you know, about shit that they don't know nothing about. And that's part, that's the, see, therein lies the whole problem. You know, you can't color coordinate every damn thing based upon pigmentation. You know what I'm saying? That's what happens on a lot of stuff. That's why Barack can't get no respect. That's why, you know, you know, A to Z, no matter what we do, you always try to colorize everything, color coordinate everything to make it work for you, and that's not necessarily the business on how they do that. This is an excerpt of what, of what Macklemore had to say on Hot 97 about Kendrick uh, Lamar getting robbed and him getting all those extra Grammys simply because he made a song about, you know, if I was gay or some business, which is why he got all those things, because this whole political genre and process in which, you know, uh, this uh, sex thing or whatever you want to call it is being put out there, and uh, that plus the color coordination is fucking up the industry. Here, here's that excerpt from, from Macklemore. All right. This is what Hot 97 show. I gotta turn it up. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. He's sitting in bed with three Grammys right now. I got four. You got four? I got four. My bad. Yo, congrats, dude. Thanks, man. I appreciate it. Thank you. So listen, I'm, I've been ranting and raving all morning about how. 
the Grammys um, snubbed Kendrick Lamar, and as a white guy, it's one of those moments that feels a little embarrassing where you feel like white people were given something yet again that we shouldn't have been given. So I thought, who better to ask about this than the great yeah, Macklemore? Try being the guy that won that award. <laughs> So what does that feel like, dude? I know how strongly you felt about Kendrick's album. Uh, it, it, it's, it's the blessing and the curse, a little bit more of the curse. Um, you know, when we when we got, like, the first, when we got the nominations and, and the nominations come out, um, you know, first and foremost, Kendrick is a friend of mine, somebody that I, I love his music, and in my opinion, had the best rap album of the year. Um, and knowing how the Grammys usually go, I knew that there would be a great chance that we would win that award and, and it hasn't rocked Kendrick. So um, that's what happened tonight. It's, uh, it it kind of sucks. I mean, I think that I think we made a great album. I think that Kendrick made a better rap album, and, and that's what it is. So, uh, Macklemore, this is Ebro. How you doing, man? Congratulations, bro. Thank you, bro. I appreciate it. Hey, man, so... Is you winning that category? Do you believe that it's racial? If you believe that Kendrick should have gotten it, does that is that what makes it awkward for you? Is that the curse you talk about? Um, you know what makes it awkward for me is the fact that you, you never want to be the person that is robbing somebody else. And I think that if you look at what the Grammys are, I mean, I think what people don't understand is is what the Grammys are is a bunch of people that are on the Grammy committee or in the industry um, that hit a ballot. And I got a ballot this year. Now, as I'm filling out the ballot, I'm realizing I don't know much outside of the job of hip-hop in terms of should get what award. So I'm like, oh, like, you know, I don't really know about, like, you know, singer, songwriter, or, you know, country music or whatever, but people are filling out bubbles of genres that they don't know about. Ah. And, and that's the process of it. Um, and it makes sense. Because your name and, and your three records, the three huge records that everyone knew had to play a factor. Exactly. Right. And it, that's, that's, that, that's the fact right there. We were, our name was, was this year, as was Kendrick, but in terms of the people that are voting, on those ballots that are filling up those bubbles, we have an unfair advantage due to race, due to the fact that we had huge radio success, due to the fact that our name is circulating more in in a pocket of the industry um, of people filling out that ballot. Right. This is not like a rat laid off hole. This is not like a two dope for for this This is not a hot night to the floor. Right. Any different types of people all different age groups filling out a, a ballot where they might not necessarily have a genre. Jesse Real on the Realness, G. Good looking out, Matt, for more congrats, bro. Yeah, I appreciate it. Can I just say one more thing? You know, they they, they cut me off earlier. They, you know, they chewed the music. This is my first time ever being on a red carpet for the Grammys, winning an award, period. And for one, they didn't televise rap, rap performance. All the rap categories were not televised. Right. And... And what I wanted to say, and I said it on Twitter, and I said it on Instagram or whatever, but what I wanted to say um, at time was voice my opinion on the matter. And, I mean, that's why I want to talk to you guys. But, um, you know, it goes without saying how I feel. I feel like K-Dot got around. And I, I, out of anything out of the night, I wanted to say that on the Grammys and they, and they keep the music, and I, got to, and I got pulled off quicker than I wanted to. But, it is what it is. 
huge shout out to PDE. At, at, at the end of the day, it's the Grammys. It, it's one award show. Music speaks for itself. I'm very proud of the music that we that we've made and, and that we will continue to make, and and much success to everybody involved. So, so in essence, now you heard what he said, didn't you, Sugar? Did you hear all that? Right, I heard that. See, so this is what I'm saying, and, and major shout outs to to, to Michael Moore, man, for being honest and decent enough. You know, that's that Northwest spirit for you, kicking in once again out of out of the Emerald City, just like. My right hand, uh, Sugar Ray Robinson Jr. on the line with me, and he basically said it. So now it doesn't become when you listen to our show, it doesn't become what Flossie G said, it doesn't become what Sugar Ray Robinson said. It becomes exactly what we have said all along: is that this color coordinated, um, sorry uh, bullshit that they do, people that don't even know the genre, people that don't even know what they're listening to. But they sit up and they see that face. They sit up here and they see that, 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 that image up in front of them. They're no longer interested really and truly on making sure that things are even done fairly. And, and that is the reason why the Grammys went to that process. It's just like that singer from London, I think her uh, is Adele or something like that, that sung that song, you know, uh, you know, uh, in, uh, you know, I forget what it's called. It, the, the, you could have had it all, I think is the name of the song. Now, you oh, okay. had Mary J. Blige, multiple platinum artists, multiple deal. And, I mean, in, on the American Music Awards, you let the people vote for what you think it is. You don't let jackasses sit in that don't know anything about the genre, that don't know anything about the music, don't even know what the hell they're listening to, make votes for Grammys and stuff like that. I mean, it's absolutely, you know, it's, it's an abortion the way they go about doing this business, man, and like I said before, they're now taking hip-hop music and they've now color-coordinated that. I mean, how much more shit are you going to steal? You know what I'm saying? What I'm saying? I mean, I mean, it's, it's just it's ridiculous. So I guess you could answer the question, yeah, there's a takeover when, it's, when, the, when, the, when the pie is being served around and you're not doing it fairly. Hell, yeah, it's a takeover. If you, do it, if you do it like you do everything else, you know what I'm saying? And I don't want to go as, as deep as the American Indians, but you know I can go there if you want me to when it comes down to the, the history of theft. If you want to want to talk about, about somebody stealing something. But, I mean, it's absolutely ridiculous. I mean, half, it's 50-50. Half of it is what you said. It comes down to talent and what's being brought to the table, but the other half of it is the wholesale theft, right, of a culture, of, of, of music, and everything else, and the lack of acknowledgement that you want to give something. And later on, I'm going to point some numbers to you when we get to our, our question board here about, um, about the Grammy selections over the last, say, uh, seven to ten years, in which this has become a complete joke and an abortion. And, and it's because he did that song, If I Was Gay, that was the song of the, of the year because of an agenda that's continuing to be being pushed on everybody. And, and we're supposed to just sit there and just kind of, you know, suck it up and deal with it. It is what it is. So you're dealing against two factors with your own genre. I'm telling you, it's a nightmare. It's a nightmare. Yeah, you know. Well, man, the thing is, though, man, is that as I I sit back, man, I'm going to go real deep on it a little bit. They have a show thing going on on CNN, and it's called The 60s. And I'm gonna say something, and I'm gonna bring it all the way to the 2000s. And the thing let me about let Andrew it, man, from the Bronx in, and then you can go ahead and drop that. Okay, Andrew okay. from the Bronx. Just hold on. I'm gonna let Sugar Ray 
spit this game he's about to spit, and we'll bring you on in more efficient. But welcome to the show. Hey, man. All right. <laughs> Good night. All right. Yes. Yeah. Yes. What's happening? What's happening? Glad to have you on. That's my man Andrew from the from the Boogie Down from the Bronx. Sugar Ray, go ahead and drop that science, and we're gonna let my man comment on what you think or he thinks about what you're saying. Go ahead. Well, you know, I have a different different um, take on. Some people have a different ideas to like that man, but it just comes to the point when the kind of music, man, it just it just. <clears throat> It's not so. It's, it's it's not so much of uh, the music itself that you know between Macklemore and and Kendrick Lamar, and Macklemore is right. You know, he 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 honestly said what he could say. He did. He he know that there's a privilege, and that's a situation that he knows that that's a special privilege that he get that he see that his friend doesn't get. And the thing about it is, man, is that as I was watching. Some of that stuff on CNN on about the sixties and all that kind of stuff, man. It's it's a thing, man. That for a long, long, long time, man, is that they they have the control of things, man. And there's a special privilege that that would never, ever, ever in my lifetime be addressed. It'll be addressed, but it'll never be uh, dealt with or end. And I personally, I, me personally, me personally, I really believe that uh, integration of whatever source is one of the worst things to ever happen to black people. That's just my opinion. And I'll say that, man, that, that uh, uh, because we lose so much, man, and at the same time, they take so much. And that they benefit so much, and they with the music and everything like that. Like right now, I mean, hip hop right now is not even hip hop. I mean, it's out there. Hip hop is out there, but the majority of the stuff is hip hop, or or it's some other form of music, man. And and they, and they and we're just doing it, and they're benefiting off of it. You got guys out there showing these youngsters. On what's going on, and some guys come out there speaking to this and saying this, but they're not saying nothing. But that's what serious that's what serious rappers. But what I'm trying to say is though is that we've been doing rapping going on, hip hop been going on for for a nice period of time. Yeah, it's a nice run. But the thing about it is that we don't have no handle on it, man. And it's it's I mean when you see guys on TV. You know, doing rap. Everybody's on there. Get money, stay. Get money. Get money. Get money. Get money. And but you, when it, when it comes down to get money, that creates that situation of people doing anything. <laughs> I mean, anything right. to get money. They're not loyal. They just do anything. And there's no loyalty when it comes to get money, because that, that term right there means get money, and that means by any means, go out and get money. There's no situation. So you know. <clears throat> And Mac Lamore, Kendrick Lamar, they basically just us <clears throat> caught up in the same situation of saying, hey, you know, I just rap, man, and I get that special privilege. And Mac Lamar knows that. He gets that special privilege, man, that Kendrick Lamar doesn't get. Ooh, that's my take. That's, that's, that's deep. Andrew, why don't you go ahead and jump in on that, my man? You know, the topic tonight oh, is that black love. Are, are whites taking over the hip-hop scene? 
weird stuff that I couldn't explain just by, you know, brushing it off. And it's a full spectrum, man. It's a full spectrum of what's what's going on. But basically, I figured it out, man. I, I have this, I, I got a generalized idea of what's going on. And, and it's like something about the Twilight Zone. You know what I mean? Uh, you, if you were to even be able to break it, if a person was able to even break it down, a lot of people would be like, "That that's crazy, that's too much." But it is actually it did on a is on a smaller scale, but they they managed to hide it in plain sight. And I, I was looking at one of these. Um, there's actually a warfare going on. I mean, on 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 on. It's it's crazy to say it like that, but it's not even just black people. I see it from the perspective that it's all peoples. You know, because the white population is not even at large. And I was looking at one of these uh, people's Facebooks today, and they basically wrote a comment that said, you know, uh, I think it was a, a comedian I was listening to one of them. Uh, but basically, you know, we, we we basically put the KKK out of out of business, you know what I mean? Because we do it, we doing it to ourselves even more better than than they, they could. So Ever could have, yes, yes. Absolutely. And the music industry, if only people, if, you know, this, you know, there's the easy way and then there's the, the hard way to get stuff. I mean, not the hard, not the, there's the easy way, the hard way, and the hardest way. The hard way is always better because you appreciate it because you, you, you work for it. I mean, the easy way, a lot of people wasn't raised with that that mentality of oh I gotta work hard like my, my my parents are from the West Indies so my mom always would tell me stories about oh you got it easy imagine having to carry buckets of water on your head from this place to this place and subconsciously oh, 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 I would yeah. think you know subconsciously I would think about it like that that's a difficult task I mean and that that kind of uh, stuck with me in a way. To make me appreciate things um, Well Yeah basically um, So uh, I like the way you articulated that man Because you're right It is a twilight zone Because we're dealing yeah. as, as Monica says We're de- dealing with not only Sight and sound But of mind too So it is a twilight zone Based on what you just said because that's what they used to always say when the program came on. You're entering another dimension, a dimension not only of sight and sound, but of mind too. So that's a, that's a, that's a very great analogy <laughs> that you put that out there. I, I can appreciate that big time. So, so, I guess, so I guess the first question I ask, I guess I'll direct to you and then let Sugar Ray go ahead and see if we can get a hand off. Is it just a matter of time before the genre that we gave birth to Right, it's stolen, much like tap, jazz, and R and B. Hmm. I don't think it, man. I don't, you know what? We're gonna always gonna be in, be in a mix of it, man. I don't think. You know, I, you see the thing about the hip hop thing is that it's it's not so much of it being stolen, because I don't think it. I don't think anything like that would be stolen from us. It's just, it just because, because one thing about hip hop is different from 
anything else, hip hop has a serious culture. You know, it's a, mm-hmm. it's a it's a way of life. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. they'll never be taken. So it's a thing that where I guess I could say I'm thinking that it's more of a thing where they I'm thinking how it can benefit. What I'm trying to say is monetary wise, man. You know, it's like <clears throat> the Grammys. See, the Grammys and all that stuff don't dictate hip hop, and all the other award stuff doesn't dictate hip hop. That don't mean nothing. What's more mm-hmm. important is the culture and how we do it. And that's the thing about it, man, because music brings everybody together. But it's the people who are making money off it that's sending a negative mess- message that's trying to uh, water it down with, <clears throat> you know, crazy Antics and all that stuff, and people look at it like, oh, well, that's just the way they are. That's the culture. That's what, that's what uh, my man uh, from the Clippers was talking about. He's talking about the culture, and at the same time, but that's not that the culture is fine. It's, it's just that he don't understand the culture. That's fine. And same thing with Africa and the bottom going at world star. What he is basically talking about more or less is the culture. You know, you're sending the wrong message. This is not hip-hop. You, you, you're benefiting off negativity stuff. So there's going to be a conflict, but it'll never be stolen because the people that are trying to steal it really don't even know what hip-hop is. They don't know what it is. They're just going off what they think. And how they identify is it's black. They're going to always, but they're going to always put that on it. And that's cool. That's cool. Because the reason why I say that's cool is because it's not just uh, what they say, they put the negative on it, like oh, that's, that's 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 the way they do things. But it'll yeah, never be stolen because they never they never uh, they never understand it. It's just the fact on how much money they're gonna make off that because they don't care about it. They're making money off of it, so it'll never be stolen from us. <clears throat> nice. What do you think about that, Andrew? Um. Well, I'll tell you the truth. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Basically, hip-hop, I still haven't done um, a lot, too much research on it, but from what I've initially looked into was... um, I wrote a couple notes down about because I was watching this documentary on I think PBS, and they was talking mm-hmm. about the originate the originators of hip hop and how I forgot um, basically how it started was these I think two or three guys and one of the dudes would basically this is all happening in in New York I think around in Harlem like and basically they would bring uh, his music to the the cafeteria, and it was just it was it was different. It was different, you know, and and that's how it caught on. Basically, um, it was some like you know it started off with catchy lyrics, like you know doctors, you know, like he meant funky, fresh, and this and yeah. Bring people alive, you know what I mean, amongst all the indifference and and 
the stuff that was going on to disrespect the people. You know what I mean? And nowadays, hip-hop has been commercialized. Um, but there are reasons for everything, and it's like I was going to hear this before. Uh, there's ways to recapture all that, you know, the, the industry to turn it around. But there's people that are um, within the, the hip-hop industry right now that they need a fresh perspective. They don't have an idea of where to take it, you know, and then they have that that pressure, like the the the, um, the peer pressure of just putting out another single, and they're doing it for the money. Uh, it's it's so many different um, so many different ways to categorize it, or to, to, to pay, there's, there's no particular, there's no way to to, to pinpoint the, the the problem in the hip hop industry nowadays because there's a lot of stuff going on, um, but. What I do see is that today's music is on a, a downward spiral because it's not it's not productive. It, it's, it's not and it's not in, inciting that 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 mentality like I gotta get up and and, and do what I need to because it's right. portraying this image based off of you know environmental stimuli. So as long as they can inject into a society what they want you to believe, and you'll make music about it to reinforce that. You know, right. So, and very good. That's that's where it's at right now. But there's there's a whole agenda. I mean, and the the the, the hope is in that black people aren't stupid. You know, mm-hmm. they're not that they that gonna put themselves in a position that's totally um, I don't know, man. <laughs> I can't I can't I can only speak for myself and I wouldn't allow it to happen to me, so that's why I make right. sure I, I keep an eye on certain things. If I feel it is if it's not it's either yay or nay. If it's not fair, it's not fair. If it's, you know what I mean? So and you know. I hey, I, well, I, I can I, clearly I yeah, man, I could, I could, I could clearly understand and 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 see when a person comes out of a a gutter situation because that that type of that type of appreciation you can't get unless you understood the struggle. You actually been close to it at least because the, the struggle is not color coded. But right. the black man's struggle is very unique because it it almost takes a miracle for a person to come out of that that situation that you know in 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 other environments because the environment that I'm in I improved it somewhat you know basically my my neighborhood but right as I speak at this at this moment I got a cop car slowly. Patrolling my by my window because I guess they don't like what I'm saying, but it doesn't matter at this point because what me said like I I don't know man I just wish every, everybody had this mentality man because I I took control of everything man you know what I mean as far as just taking authority over over certain things man and understanding that. You know we got we got we got authority man we got a lot of power man and. and 
the way that I'm positioning myself is to, you know, before, because they would rather, I feel as if it's, it's, the, the stalemate is at, okay, let me, let me finish that, that thought. Basically, um, the rap industry is, is come on, I got to stop doing that, man. They they messing up my vibe here. <laughs> I'm over here in New York, man. Yeah, Bronx, man, Bronx, South Bronx. So it is rough. Uh, you know, the next uh, by the next week, I should be out of this situation. I'll probably even you know try to partner with a couple people, make a radio show, get this information out there, try to get some sponsors, and start this corporation up. But basically, um, the way I see it is, you know. If, if if something's not done about the rap music is they can't they can't destroy the culture or anything like that, but you know, um they've 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 done enough, man. They they infiltrated enough, they have an understanding of you know, how it is. They're still hoping the underground rap but it's gonna take somebody to, to bring that forth to manifest that in order, you know, we need Investments in I got like a, a plan for all that Man I just need a couple dollars man I got you know mm-hmm. a couple guys Local guys that's working on their um Their own camera projects and stuff like that And it's not like you know You can't just a lot of people say oh, I'm going to do this Because I want to get rich Nah man basically the it's, it's do or don't and, I mean the way I'm looking at this And a lot of people de- Depend on On that but it's not like It's because Christ was able to feed with multitude with loaves, but I'm trying to say, people, we don't have to be, we don't, man, we supposed to be living in the most abundant. How, how the same way the Chinese is able to go to these places and they can allocate resources, or even supposed to be able to say, okay, it's our turn now, we gonna build up, and nobody's supposed to say anything. You know what I mean? But I don't know where people's mentalities are, and I honestly, I think it's just a lack of leadership. But the leaders are there, you know. We just need to come to that that one mindedness and that like mindedness, and, and and move on one accord towards what that and that, that vision. That vision is what's necessary. I mean, it's there, man. I just, you know, it's that. Well, I, I agree with everything that you just said. And 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 and, I, and I, that's why I, you know here again, um, when you when you when you and Sugar Ray come in, that's why I let you guys get your whole chain of thought out because there's nothing why you were trying to process that there wasn't the truth, and that's that's as one hundred is as good as it gets from everything that you said because like you said, it is scientific, it's it's, it's mental, and it's all that stuff. My take is is that I saw what they did with Bojangles Larson. And how Fred Astaire came uptown to uh, to Harlem, viewed the culture, learned the style, and then went back downtown. And you never heard hardly heard of the Nicholas Brothers. You never hardly heard of any of those tap dancers or any of those entertainers. And yet Fred Astaire is known as the greatest tap dancer of all times. How can you be that when there were people alive during that time period that were better than you? But that's the way it gets viewed. And my thing is more, here again, you know, I know people will probably say, well, you know, why do you care what other people think? For me, it's the culture because our children, according to according to today's alleged 
view of, of, of African Americans in general is that we are talentless, heartless, we have no feelings, we have no soul, we just are just kind of here where everyone else in, the, in what is supposedly here again, allegedly the dominant society, is given this free reign, just like you heard Macklemore say, and, and a very powerful word that he used, privilege. And when you hear this word, the word privilege, that sends off all kind of pheromones inside your mind where it tells you, okay, that with that privilege that has some degree of power. Now, even though whether or not that power is realized or imagined or whether or not it's actual or mentally uh, phantasma, as it were, the bottom line is is that perception and the way that you get dealt with in this society is everything. I also saw the same thing happen to jazz, where you had all these great brothers from, from Duke Ellington riding the A train all the way up to Miles Davis, and these people have never mentioned in history, but everybody else that's around in that particular genre, which we're here again, basically started out from us. There's a little story I learned in jazz class when I was going to college a couple of years ago of how the um, Louisiana Jazz Band, which was an all-white band, sat up, came downtown, did the same thing Fred Astaire did, learned the culture, learned everything about it, and then went and toured Europe and say that they invented the genre, they invented the jazz, and they invented the, 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 uh, the, the style and everything, and that is what history continues to try to dictate, that unless you go to these classes, unless you go to these, these background history lessons, you don't find out what's actually happened and what's being put out to you. Again, you got Mary J. Blige, you got, you know, uh, you know all these beautiful singers that we have underneath our, our, our umbrella, you know what I'm saying? Even some throwback to Leah, whatever you want to listen to, we got, uh, you know, Faith Evans, we got all these great singers and stuff, Yet Adele can come from England with a song that at best would be average on the R&B charts. And once again, because of pigmentation and, and the belief that, just like with gospel music, gospel music has always been gospel music, has always been dominated in the, in the, in the Grammy category um, for, for us because, you know, of course we're gospel because, you know, as slaves we, we basically – uh, you know, had to deal with those situations that, that brought gospel to life and brought it birth. So what they did was they created a rock gospel, and you know, with Amy Grant and all this other stuff. Here again, these are the things that get acknowledged because here again, we're talking perception now. So now I see the same methodology now being structured over into the hip-hop genre where you have hip-hop that is now all of a sudden being color-coordinated again, just like everything else in this society, and somehow genetics, pigmentation, and, 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 and color, colorization becomes the, the, the moniker or the mantra for how, how everything is viewed. And for people that have children, now all my children are grown, but for people that have children, for people that, you know, are, 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 are dealing with this society at large, and for the people that are dealing with this whole circumstance, you know, I, I just see this thing coming, and am I fearful of it happening? Absolutely, because I've sat and watched generation after generation after generation of us creating things, and then all of a sudden people are getting credit for what I consider more more pretending than actuality, and a lot of this pretending, you get more credit for, for pretending to be like me than I am for being myself. And, yes, it bothers me because, like I said before, we're always told how, like I'll say it again, how we're unproductive, how we're basically lazy in the mind, how we're uncreative, how we're, how we're all these things. 
And if you and, and one of the reasons why we have all of the self loathing in, in our greater communities, like my hometown of Chicago, all these killings are going on, is because no one in the purported alleged I'll say it again, purported alleged dominant society sees fit to uh, turn this thing over. And, of course, naturally, society isn't really going to do anything because there's so much money that's made off the prison system. At any rate, we'll, we'll move on to that. That's just my take off of it in, in, in earnest. But I guess the next question I would have is, what message is being sent out when all the commercials and media focuses on whites replacing us in our own genres? And when I say that, I'm saying that question to preface it saying that, okay, once again, you know, when you see you see folks rapping in commercials, when you see folks, you know, utilizing our music, and, of course, there's no representation because when a child opens up a book, they look to see themselves. And when you just see one picture, and for the longest when you went to history class, you had two paragraphs, Blacks for Slaves, Lincoln Freedom, in the story, and you just kind of moved on. That's how you did it in the old history textbooks. But now, because you have a visual, you have television, you have a media out there, and you see all this stuff happen, what message do you think gets put out there when your genre and everything that you've built up and here again gave birth to all of a sudden becomes someone else's and you're left behind? What message do you guys think that sends out? Well, um, Mr. Mr. Robinson. Well, um, I think I, I, I uh, basically. Um, okay. Well, it's 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 this it's the same. Like for example, you when you were talking about, uh, excuse me, basically. The, you were saying some some about um, the you know the history like how, how you seen the them do they they did certain things the dudes in Harlem and and the, the information that's not even being put out there you know what I mean they they that's why it's called history because they're able you know and um, I don't really get into that but there's some guy that I was listening to on the internet and he was talking about that. Um, like technology and, and, and history, history. Uh, what do you say? Archie, 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 I forgot. Anyway, but basically, um, so they take, they pick and choose the pieces of the inf- information that they want to put out there based on the society that they're trying. They, 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 their society, they, they, they have they they're not that talented, man. I'm telling you, man. The right the wisest no, man the Bible the wisest the Bible is, is solid Solomon. You know what I mean? And, and Solomon said, Ain't nothing new under the sun. So basically they but they, they have these these tricks, man, and they they what I'm talking about in particular is a called a society engineer. They engineered societies. They have this hope. They they got this they if they could brainwash enough people and do whatever enough people get people to do all this stuff to themselves. That I don't even want to get into that, man. That's that's going too far with it. But 
You were going the right direction, though. Through archaeology, they do do that. They go in, they, they rob the information. They, they, we call it grave robbing over here. They call it archaeology when they do it in Europe, in which they go in and they do. They rob the shit out of, out of, out of, out of the, the tombs and sphinxes and sarcophaguses and then create their own reality of what it all means and then come back and disseminate the information in a way that's so atrociously foul that it doesn't make any sense. And here you, you, you have to ask yourself the question of what color Jesus Christ really is, what color Cleopatra really is, because you've got the wrong people in the wheelhouse giving out the information telling us God knows everything and uh, anything, and we see what it is for what it is. You're right. So after a while, it becomes not what they're doing, but it's the same thing. So you you get to break it down to the the, the, the root of it, the principle. Like what what is, what is the principle of this thing? You know I mean, and basically, it's the same thing. So it's not that they they they're not trying to represent a culture. Is that they have an is an agenda? Is it an agenda to to not do just that? You know what I mean, and it's it's a mixed agenda because what. And I'm not giving any credence to it because it's, it's 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 folly. It's not it's not it doesn't have any relevance to the true um, trained mind. But uh, 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 I mean, a person that's uh, aware of what's going on in the truth. But it's like basically, I gotta reach out to this older generation, man, as soon as I can, man, because you know, as 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 soon as I was, supposed, you know, what I mean, I feel as if. If I would have got in, was able to talk to Michael Jackson, he would have been I. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because I understood everything, man. I knew what was going on. It was just that it was too far to reach out, man. And at the time, I didn't know about all the, you know, you can move stuff with your mind. You don't necessarily have to be a pen pal, write letters and all this stuff like that. But like I said, man, in my space right now, the information is is limited to my resources. So right now, I'm bar, I'm using I'm using internet from some somebody around. <laughs> they got people with a little Wi-Fi connection on my phone, man. That's where it's at. But you know, basically, um, yeah. So it's not it's, it becomes principled, and once you, once you uh, interpret what they're trying to do, then you you're able to to, to see clearer. And people, they just a lot of people just need that 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 spark to ignite the flame, man. And it's just one little spark that could, you know, what I mean, do away with a whole forest, and 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 and, and so to speak. But what that when when they do those things, like for example, Kanye West. You know, I don't agree with a lot of these celebrities, but you know, he. And I don't disagree with him either. But when when he when he made that step, you know, not knowing who was looking, not knowing who was watching over him, and said Taylor Swift is not better than Beyonce. What he said, and he said George Bush don't like black people. That was really big. You know, certain things like that. They, it sets a precedent. It, it shows them that you know whatever but it it just it just basically it doesn't reinforce their their what they try to portray to people and inevitably i'm going to i'm going to get this perspective straight because it's like you is what they it's like you putting a chihuahua against a lion and i don't know how they managed to get this lion into submission 
in this way. But, I mean, everything is a matter of time, man. So, eventually, and, and everything is, all the answers is written in Scripture. So, everything has to play its part in a certain way. But, at the same time, you know, it's not everybody's role to be passive. And, oh, yeah, like what I was saying before that, um, when they make moves like that, when they, when they, um, I keep saying they, they, because it's, I'm, I'm, I guess I'm speaking of the establishment and anybody who subconsciously, unknowingly, you know, agrees with some of that stuff. But it's like, I can't even get into it like that because it's, it's, it's way deeper than that. You know, only God, God knows the hearts of every individual. And basically, True. um, but I can't, I mean, like I said, I can't get too deep in that. So it's, it's always hope. It's always hope. <laughs> God is ultimately controlling of the He's in control of the good and the bad um, Basically So yeah Politically those are those are moves To To, to weaken a person's Like their, their psyche is, is, is psychological You know oh man you know, why, why they not mention All that I contributed And they not mentioning that and they know the principle to work on because they have an understanding of the ego. You know what I mean? But right. that's the that's the that's the that's 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 how they are able to implement it. But the fact of the matter was right is right and what's wrong is wrong. If you wanna put somebody out there, if you're gonna have if you're gonna have control of the industry and you're gonna say, Okay, well, I'll put Adele out, but I'll put you know, I'll put it's just a lot of shit. And like for example, I'm just gonna put the most re- the most recent thing that upset me. I'm gonna put it out there. Basically, things, um, Trayvon Martin was something big too. I'm talking about the music industry right now. Um, Lauren Hill, Lauren Hill got into some issues, and sometimes I know it's not it's not the way that we 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 necessarily view stuff because the way we we view it is probably. Probably what they just wanted to see. So I don't know if, but from what I was watching on TV, Lauren Hill had gotten to some issue because of the same shit. A lot of, but they don't. You know I mean, they don't enforce it the same way, or whatever the case is. And but that's 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 politics to me still too. I don't really, I don't, I don't address stuff like that. But speaking from, you know, uh, a person in the black community. There's a lot of injustices when it comes to that music industry stuff and how people just bypass a whole bunch of stuff that they should stand up and assert themselves about. I mean, so in time and everything, I mean, everything will be revealed. I mean, all that shit is coming to the light. Yeah, it will be. It will be. It will. It will be addressed. And it will, <clears throat> the will, the truth will will rise. The truth will come out, man. Speaking of Lauren Hill, man, you know one thing that tripped me out. And I recall, man, is uh, <clears throat> I remember one time, and I don't know if you guys remember this. This is how ignorant, you know, some people are, man. Like Paul McCartney, on how one time he was doing a presentation, and that's why I don't even fuck with them, them award shows, man. It's like they full of shit. But he 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 um, said he had called out the winner of the award show of the award who had won the award that time I forgot what genre it was but Lauren Hill was in it and he said yeah the winner is uh, some guy named Lauren Hill 
And that's how he said it. Mm. That's how he said oh. it. And he, he said some guy. And not only did he say some guy, he said name Lauren Hill, and that's a woman. But the, but the, the point I'm making is, though, is that that shows you, man, on, on how they just basically, when it comes to music, it's the respect they have for us. And and it's like this guy here, man, doesn't give a damn about anything. He he doesn't care about you know Lauren Hill or anything like that. And I just thought about throwing it out there, man. But when it comes to this music, man, or takeover, I'm just gonna say, it, man, that it's so it's so it's so uh, it's so out of whack, man. I just think, man, it all comes back down to accountability, man. I mean, I just think that when it comes to this music, man, it has to be a situation. To where somebody basically or some group of, of people like us from us, we need to police the situation. What I'm saying is, if somebody go up there and they disrespect, that disrespect need to be handled. You know, they not not physically, but it could be a situation where it can go up there and just and be disrespected to the point where you also offer it back. Because it's funny how we are so in tune to what they do, but they kind of like they play us off and then at the same time they'll steal what we do but act like it's nothing it's no big deal I just do it better that's all it is like he do it better I'm serious and they get the people who are basically following they think the same thing and McLemore said it often he said it a lot but and um, hey I, I, if I was white I wouldn't if I was black I wouldn't have had this he said that and you never hear, you never hear nobody, or uh, uh, you never hear it over and over. You never hear no, no news or information about it or any type of story. They just basically brush it under the, under the thing and don't say nothing about it. But Macklemore, I'm gonna say this to you right now: if he says any more or anything like that, trust me, man, he will be just a fad. He will be gone. He'll be done. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm going to tell you like this. Two things that stood out about me, him winning them Grammys, is the fact that that Grammy that he won, right? And here again, I know what you guys are saying about these award shows not really meaning much. But it's the acknowledgement for all that work, man. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I mean, the bottom line is, is that it's bad enough that you, there's this massive theft that goes on, in my opinion. This massive theft that happens. But when you have a situation in which this guy wins in a surreptitious way. Two things happened that night. Queen Latifah went on and did a massive gay marriage thing on the show, and then his his song about if I was gay happened to also win some, what they considered to be song of the year. So the whole thing, once again, along with the bubbles and stuff we were listening to talk about earlier, the bubble format of, of voting for stuff, people, instead of them you know, doing like the American Music Awards where the fans vote for the artist because the fans can tell you actually more about what an artist is and, and they're more knowledgeable than, than the so-called establishment, the alleged, I'll say again, the alleged establishment, because, I mean, I, I say alleged because there's a whole lot of power there that just doesn't get used, but it gets used in such a surreptitious way that they, they, they undercut and do, the, do fuckery on purpose. And when you sit up here and you, you, 
you do this big massive day ceremony, and then the song of the year is that. It then becomes not an award show. It becomes a political front story, and that's what it came, came down to being. Whatever this agenda is, whatever this is going on, and 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 and, and just before before people start hooting and hollering, oh, this guy, whatever, whatever. First of all, I don't believe in the phobia shit because that's bullshit. I just don't believe in what you're doing. You know what I'm saying? If I if, I, if I'm if I'm a Muslim and I'm not Jewish, I'm not anti-Semitic. I just don't believe in what you're doing, and we have that right because that's the inherent right to life, liberty, and pursuit of happiness, and to be able to state our opinions openly without fear of retaliation. I'm just saying point blank. The fuckery that goes down and the political stuff that you do that kind of moves things around in such a way in which you're not really being honest and truthful and you're just blanket doing stupid shit just for the sake of doing stupid shit, like like rigging shows and and tying it all together and putting it in one fancy bowl and there it is. Let me, let me just let me just run down the list real quick because one of the questions I had was, you know, when will a, a you know a blind person win another a Grammy and rap? And I mean, they even they, when Eminem came along, they even changed the procedure. Usually, if you made a song and it came out late enough in the year, that song wasn't considered until the next year. But because you wanted Eminem to win, I have a doctor, and he had a, a, a song he really wanted to put out. The powers that be went behind the scenes just like they do with the bubble vote, and they made it so that if you make a song, even though it's not wasn't part of the clutch of song that it was supposed to be, you make it where if they make it any time within that year, even if it wasn't on time, you can still throw it into the Grammys and win a Grammy for it. Let's let's let's, let's do the rundown here because you know it, it, I mean it gets crazy. In 1996, it was Naughty by Nature, Poverty's uh, uh, Poverty's Paradise. 1997, it was the Fugees for the score. 1998, it was Puff Daddy and the Family, No Way Out. 1999, it was Jay-Z, Volume 2, A Hard Knock Life. Then came came the explosion of Eminem. Eminem in 2000 for Slim Shady. 2001, Eminem for Marshall Mathers. Uh, 2002, Outkast. 2003, Eminem again for Eminem The Show. So every time this guy put out, puts out an album, whether we know whether it's good or not, it just gets thrown in there. 2004, Outcast for Speaker Box, you know, The Love Below. Okay, then 2005, Kanye West, you know, College Dropout. 2006, Kanye West, Late Registration. 2007, Ludacris, you know, the, you know Release uh, Therapy. Uh, uh, yeah, Therapy. Uh, 2008, Kanye West, The Graduation. 2009, The Carter Three, Lil Wayne, Eminem 2010, 2011, uh, Kanye West 2012, Drake uh, out of Canada, you know, the, you know, Take Care, and then Macklemore here 2014. So in in, in other words, what, what ends up happening is the Grammys, you know, what I'm saying it doesn't matter what's going on during all those years, but I know for a fact. Two of those years that Eminem won that award, 2010 and 2011, it was the same kind of thing where, you know, there were artists that were, had put in a lot more work that had a lot bigger songs that lasted all year, but they didn't get the props. And when you hear Macklemore come out and, and acknowledge that a lot of the stuff that's going on is chicanery that's going on in, in the voting process and that the Grammys basically – are a sham, in a sense, because you got people. It's just like one of us going in and trying to tell a congressman 
how to how to pass laws and what to do during one of their jobs. Or it's like one of us going in and telling Barack Obama how to handle the Middle East, and all we do is read about it, yet he lives that reality and turns grayer every day with all this so-called disapproval nonsense, once again, based upon pigmentation. I've never seen a president that's ever been told that he has a limit on who he can appoint to his cabinet, but yet it's done to Barack. So, I mean, this is something that, that goes on across the board. We see it happen all the time. It's crazy, but like I say, you know, I, I agree with you guys to a certain extent. The Grammys don't mean what they used to mean. They don't mean anything anymore. But you got to realize, I would take him through a generation where I saw Michael Jackson, in, in, you know, uh, for his uh, Thriller album, snatch up six awards and take him home. Then you saw Stevie Wonder, you know, back in the, back in the seventies, scoop up five and six awards. And so th- there was a real uh, honest evaluation of how music was disseminated and, and who got awards for what. Now it's just kind of okay. I'm going to go with with how you look rather than whether or not you got skills. And there's some just, just fundamentally wrong about that. But like I, like I said, I guess it's neither here nor there, but I'm just pointing out the way it goes down. I need to pay a bill or, or, or two real quick here. So I'm going to drop a couple of joints on you all, and when we come back, you know what I'm saying, we're going to try to try to round this bad boy off. And the questions are, you know, what, what message gets sent out over these things that we discuss? Um you know, in your view, right, you know, uh, what's actually happening uh, with blacks and hip-hop or with blacks and hip-hop, and uh, more and more blacks are being censored for their work while whites are giving kind of a pass on their content. In other words, they can say things and it's cute and funny, but if we say them, all of a sudden it becomes something else. So when we come back, we'll cover those, and I think that will pretty much let's do it for us, and then we can just open things up for general topics and discussions at that point. But like I said before, this isn't, you know, so much an attack on, on folks and nothing like that, but it's just an acknowledgement that some things need to get cleaned up. Uh, Black Love, our wife's taking over the hip-hop scene, 646-595-3402. Feel free to call in as you listen in, or if you just want to chill with that cold one, you can do that too. Spark up a little something while you're at it. We'll be back in a moment. <laughs> hey fam, it's 100 Radio <laughs> Woo! Yeah, welcome to the church, volume 2 Exclusive 213 <laughs> Got my nephew Nate Dogg in the house Nate Dogg, holla at him, where you at? Riding in my car And I'm listening to the radio I'm listening to a sad girl thing. Think about how she got her on People reaching for stars. I just want me something natural. When you're alone, it gets mighty cold. Don't act as if you did not know. She let me play with her part. I'm working late, I said I'll soon be home. All the while the girl was on her phone. Let me tell you what she's crying for. Cause I'm fly, super fly, Nate Dogg, oh, oh, I'm fly, yeah, yeah you know he's super fly, but me, I'm super duper, and I'm super duper fly, I be the great at this, I know you waited this, and I wanted this to be elaborate and so strenuous, then you just fly by and with me, you want another kiss, ain't that the way that you gon' behave, 
I know you're feeling all hurt inside, but won't you talk to a player? Let me help out your pride. I'm like a counselor, a pastor, a priest, or a psychologist, a shrink on a freak. Peace. My technique, I wear mink, skater boots, and I'm the rip that gets the loot. And I ain't afraid to shoot, and I love to toot too. Beat deep as I slide up the street. I'm from the LBC, and I don't know what y'all ain't heard about me. But I'm a CRIP with some PIMP2. I'm a real pimp player from the 213 Now look here, boo, if you gon' bang or hang with the dog, you best to get in. Holla at her, Nate, dog. Riding in my car, and I'm listening to the radio. I'm listening to a sad girl thing. Think about how she got her heart broke. People reaching for stars. Mm. I just want me something natural. That right when you're alone, it gets mighty cold. Don't act as if you did not know. She let me play with her heart. I'm working late, I said I'm soon be home. All the while the girl was on her phone. Let me tell you what she crying for. Warren G. Three peaks with a mink. Gotta think my shit stinks. Stacey Adams with a drink. Pockets pat them, they come from brink. So what the ladies wink? You the one in the Mercedes shotgun with the thing. Coach chillin', watching the Lion King. Crying and things, cause I'm with Snoop and Nate Singing, rhyming and things I'm out late cause I'm grinding for change I ain't with dying for dames Cock back and I'm trying to aim At everything that be hating my fame Just regulating, been lacing the game Ain't no mistake in the game To one mother effing drizzle Sipping on the sizzle And that's the chisel Four times for the riddles You know these bars Everywhere we go you know who was on. You could tell by the car. Champagne, caviar, bubble back. I say I love you. And I, I laugh. in my laugh, car. Laugh. And I'm listening to the radio. I'm listening to a sad girl thing. Think about how she got her heart broke. People reaching for stars. I just want me something natural. When you're alone, it gets mighty cold. Don't act as if you did not know. She let me play with her heart I'm working late, I said I'll soon be home All the while the girl was home alone Let me tell you what she crying for Why? Cause I'm fly Yeah, he's super fly, super fly. Nate, go! Oh, 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 I'm fly, yeah Skills, skills, skills Spit slow, whip shows, peep the recital Skills, tap, you feel it when we drop those Hot beats, stop foes, killing shit, we got those Skills, hits, the music that the street loves Each thug is now repping this with deep love Skills, gangstar, dueling again, ruling again Watch as we do it again It's the true living with a youthful vengeance And I'm a judge, laughing your ass, give you a crucial sentence You need at least 12 jewels to practice You're too enthusiastic, male groupie bastard Still trying to convince us some more Pretending you're raw, that's what 
what you need a minister for Again, it's the law, got you up against the wall We the gulliest fuck it, then it's us against y'all Mike skills, tight drills, like a Michael Jill Like when he write for the film, it's how I stifle the ill Slide off, kid, and let a grown man finesse it We bold and impressive, that don't I manifest shit Some new product from a known team Niggas know me, and you can bet they know green so here we go for your stereo And you can tell that it's real when you hear me go, hear me go Skills Pop rank, point blank, we vital Slip flow, slip shows, peep the recital Skills Now, you feel it when we drop those hot Stop foes, killing shit, we got those Skills It's the music that the street loves East star is now repping this with deep love Skills Gangstar, dueling again, ruling again Watch as we do it again You little suckers know better I go head up If your man left the joint in the whip Then tell him go get it We hold it down like a holy crown Fools acting like they know me, throw me phony pounds Fuck that, I'm sitting back like an aristocrat Shell shock, she's assassin with a whole fucking list of cats Thought you was on the case, but you missed the fact You bitch talking this and that I'ma make it simple, Jack I doubled up and tripled that Soldiers, where your pistols at? Life wrong moves, lose the gift of that Why they calling us the most consistent? Most significant, the most slick shit Fulfill your need and catch a joyful rush Enjoy your Dutch, haters annoyed with us Oh boy, it's us, you know the face from the club, blazing the dub With my niggas raising it up for these skills Pop rank, point blank, we vital Slip flow, rip shows, peep the recital Skills Now, you feel it when we drop those hot beats Stop foes, killing shit, we got those Skills It's the music that the street loves Deep star is now repping this with deep love Skills Gangstar, dueling again, ruling again Watch as we do it again Brothers are amused by other brothers' reps Some niggas pull sex, catch others for checks All for respect, all for the bread For the chance of success, they might hand him his head Remain humble cause I know enough Plus the road is tough, especially when you roll with us But I'ma stay with my peace, stay in these streets Rhyme spraying and I'm playing for keeps Cause I got those skills Pop rank, point blank, we vital Spit flows, rip shows, peep the recital Skills Now, you feel it when we drop those hot beats Stop foes, killing shit, we got those skills the music that the street loves, deep star is now repping this with deep love. Skills, gangstar dueling again, ruling again. Watch as we do it again. Skills. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ain't nothing like the guru, you know what I'm saying? DJ Primo putting the down for him, shorts and skizzles. Hey, we back to the black love, you know what I'm saying? A white ticket over the hip hop scene. Six four six five nine five three four zero two. We got my man. From the boogie down Bronx, Andrew in the house, and my main man from the, the Emerald City, Mr. Sugar Ray Robinson Jr. We be doing it, we doing it, we doing it. Hey man, so uh, what is you guys' overall view of the hip hop scene and what's going on with our folks in, in the game? What's your, what's your, Sugar Ray? Start this bad boy out. You know what I'm saying? What, what's your overall view of, of, of hip hop today and, and things are going on with the culture and everything like that? Are you talking who you who are you talking to me? Sugar Ray. <laughs> say, say it again, don't say it. Rewind, rewind. As you say, the lovely Sugar Ray. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? What is what is your overall view on what's happening to you know, the black hip hop and just the hip hop game in general? What's your what's your view on what's going on today? Um I mean, hip-hop, I, I say this much, man, hip-hop, you know, it's grown, man. It's gotten, it's gotten a lot better. It's 
got a lot stronger. Um, when, I, when I say stronger, I mean the popularity is is really huge, and that's what that's what we had a problem with at the beginning. You know, being accepted, but once we get accepted, then we get intercepted. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> And, and that's a problem, man. But think about it, man. You know, I mean, the popularity is there, but then it gets, you know, it gets out of control. You know, it gets out of control to where we can't. It creates a monster, and it goes, it goes, it goes. So it's right now it's just the norm. So now, what I like to see somebody do come out with some stuff and go back to the boom bap. You know, go back to the old days of doing it with the DJs and stuff like that. You know, scratching and stuff like that. Get very creative. You know what I mean? Because right now, it's it's very commercial. It's very watered down. Like that track you just played by Gangstar. You know that's what I'm saying. We need that back. You know the scratching and the, and, and 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 that's 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 hip hop, man. Because hip hop, what people don't understand, man, hip hop doesn't have. No original music. It don't. It don't have no original music because it started with the scratching. We used to get old records and we used to put them on and just scratch and basically go off that. You know, some, some old music and flipping and rewind it back and all kind of different stuff like that. We should create that. But right now, man, it's like right now it's 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 so much different and it has a still it has its own identity, but. The people that's coming up with right now don't really know, but that's the popularity. That's when it gets out of control. So I strong in popularity, but it's just not as strong as it is in substance. So it's okay. It's as strong as it was back in the days, but let me, I mean, come on, man. I mean, I guess that's, you know, in a sense, for ones like ourselves and Andrew, I'm sure, going to be included in this, is that I don't want to, I don't want to use the term trying to dumb down. But I mean I just I just felt like, you know, that the nineties slash mid up to mid two thousands hip hop was well defined, man. You you knew where you stood, you know, on either side of the line. You know, you know, there was there was the, the war years, you know what I'm saying, East Coast, West Coast thing. There was that that, that definition in hip hop where you felt the, the culture. I mean, it really felt maybe that's what you know Brought a lot of you know whites in, in, into the genre because I mean in, in, in fairness because you know that you know uh, like Bambada was saying in his letter or the Minister of Information was saying with the with the uh, the folks over there at you know at uh, with, uh, at the Zulu Nation uh, journalism one on one says that you have to tell both sides of the story so I mean you did have your third base you did have your you know, your beastie boys, you did have a lot of that, you know, going and in there. But the thing is, is that, you know what I'm saying, this 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 whole culture base, going all the way back to Kumo D and the Treacherous Three and the, and the LL battles went with him and, and that kind of stuff, you know, it's the strength of the culture that, that, that existed and that was and that birth that was given, you know, like Rakim says, you know what I'm saying, you know what I'm saying? It's kind of like creation. You know what I'm saying? You know, nine months later, a job well done. Make way, because here I come. You know what I'm saying? I mean, that's that strength that the culture had with the, with the hip-hop, compared to the way it is now where, like Andrew put it earlier, 
it's just kind of like, okay, let's do these gimmicky things. Let's hope that this whole, let's hope that this, you know, this, this, this band-aid made out of toilet paper holds this 50-pound weight from here to the car, and we know what's going to happen. It's kind of, feel like, kind of like the bottom is falling out of it, and our creative energy has kind of flopped. I mean, from the, the production itself to some of the subject matter, I mean, I mean, you know, stanky legs and this kind of stuff. And I'm like, you know, that in, in a sense, I listen to a, a lot of, like, reverb artists. And there's a lot of folks out there, man, that are not us that do have a pretty strong program. And that's why I ask this question. Do you think that in, in a lot of ways that we're kind of one, even where it's a full culture, you know, creative-wise, are we falling out of, out of faith? And, and, and is, is it a matter of time, as the first question says, before it'll just be consumed and we're going to be pushed farther out of it. Because everything that we do that has ever been strong, that we've been a part of, we've always been in it, of it, and the next thing you know, we were on the back burner like it never existed for us. And tap dance is always my, my first article that I go with because Fred Astaire came to Harlem. Fred Astaire came to Harlem. He came to Harlem. And he learned how to tap dance. But the last word on everybody's lips is him, the great tap dance artist, and now river dance all of a sudden. But in reality, we were the ones that was doing all that tap dance all the way back to the Roaring Twenties. First, everybody came to the Cotton Club to see how we did it, and it was taken and then blown up, and then we were forgotten. I don't want that to happen to hip-hop, because hip-hop came in, you know, during my generation in high school. So I don't want to lose that. And maybe I've got a fear factor thing going on because I fear that with the lack of continuity, with the lack of strength and content, with the lack of a lot of stuff that's going on, that we're falling slowlier and slowlier into the cracks and stuff. And, of course, you know, this media machine is a bitch, man. I mean, it, you know, they, they, they pick their, they, you know, they, they decide and they pick their team. And even though it's like, it's like a fantasy football team going up against a real one, and a fantasy team keeps winning. Crazy. It is what well, it is. Again. No, it's not. It is what it isn't, man. And it is what it is. But listen, uh, what was the question again? <laughs> um, uh, it's just that what is your overall view and perspective on hip hop right now? Okay. Yeah. I, I, I kind of went into it already. Uh, I feel okay. Yeah, what I was going to say on that, basically, I feel like how how the guys in the game right now they feel like, um, well, you know, you know, congratulations to the haves and boo-hoo to the have-nots. So they not even thinking about what's going on, man. Seventy-five percent, seventy percent of the, the hip hop artists are probably more than likely thinking about how can I make this next move because I like to like I, I talk about this often like they 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 got people operating from a, a perspective or vantage point of scarcity. And I mean, when a person gotta go and get decked out and buy all these things that like you know what I mean like diamond rings and iced out Jesus pieces and all that stuff. I, I'm only I'm 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 probably because I'm not in that position, so I can't really I can speculate, and I'm thinking like, you know, 
this is that that's 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 to try to show that a person has, you know, like you got some I could I could I could afford this. But in actuality, if a person actually had that type of, of money they trying to portray that they would invest that money into gold bars and and actual tangible, you know, uh FICA, you know what I mean? Um so yeah, man, so that's what it is, man. It's just like between the haves and the have nots and it, it is is because is is not is not is what it is, man. There's it, a lot of stuff going on, man, outside of outside of hip hop and just on uh but yeah, yeah within the the hip hop industry that that's a lot of it too, man. And, Congratulations to the new artists like uh, Chief Keith and, and, and all those, uh, Kendrick Lamar and a couple other guys, man. Drake is doing his thing, too, but he's not even from America. It's like, um, that's, that's, that's what it is, man. I feel like... It's, all right, let me just put in interject with, with three things basically. Um, you know, all all, all these music is, is is important because it's a way to put out information. You know, it's a medium. It could be used good or bad. It could be uplifting or it could put people down. So to have control of the music industry is is a real idea. It's not some fictitious. Um, but like I said, there's an agenda on the outside, man. Where it's like, I could tell you about the power of these structure, what they really would. That that's that's one, that's for another uh, another night. Um, but I feel as if basically the, this dude that's in the in the uh, in the White House right now, man. Basically, I've seen the, the levels of disrespect that I haven't, I haven't. I mean, I I guess you know what I mean. It's just crazy, you know what I mean? And basically, I feel as if we got this, like, okay, there's windows of opportunity. People that are successful, those of you gentlemen, ladies that have been in the industry or the business field, you understand about what I'm saying, the windows of opportunity. And this is from, from, from the first election all the way to now. But I wasn't able to, to voice my opinion in this matter. I was just screaming on the rooftops. But I got people listening to me. I, the other day I, I met Chris Rock the other day. He ain't saying nothing. He just looked at me like, okay. <laughs> I ran to the store. I wrote on a piece of paper real quick. I was like, man, if you could donate all that, man. I was just, I'm trying, man. You were supposed to be on the 20, the uh, BT Awards on the 29th there. But, um, yeah, man, and this window of opportunities. Very small, man. Like I said, I'm a scientist. So they have something called parallel dimensions. Time is relative. So the 90s, we can bring everything from the 90s to current, and it can still coincide with everything that's going on. It only takes one day, less than that. Probably you could change the whole world in five hours. Godspeed, man. It's things that are beyond the five senses that we could begin to tap into to to make people realize their and actualize their their full potential. 
And these are this that that's that's what I'm operating from. I'm trying to get to this perspective where I can show people this is not about scarcity because that is the most mm-hmm. false idea. I mean, that's that's a very false. That's anyway. And then basically, this window of opportunity, man. They they did. He uh, the um Obama the guy Obama in the White the White House basically he's serving his purpose. He's serving a dual purpose. But they from a, a one to a hundred, they're not happy about it. They they're probably like thirty percent happy. You know what I mean? Because he's black and he's representing. Uh, he's doing, you know, he's representing a, a black people the best he can with all the, um, uh, excuse me. Yeah. Yeah. So basically, that that window of opportunity is small, man. By the time they get the next person in the White House, man, they, you could expect that they're gonna be trying to to, to shut up all the little all the little opportunities that we. Possibly could be having right now. They gonna and you know, next by the next person they get in there, man, it's gonna be. I said it's gonna be a wrap, man. That's what I'm trying to. I'm telling yo, if anybody's yo, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go even more hard between between now and, and. But eventually, I'm gonna have to just call to the quits and say, listen, man, to each his own. But I'm trying. I've been trying to call out to so many people, man, and it's it's, it's like nobody's hearing me. Cause they they looking at all the dirt, but if you if you take all the dirt off, man, you gonna see a diamond, man. I'm telling you, man, like, how you find how you think you how, how you think they find diamonds when they go pillage South Africa? They go digging the dirt, wash all that shit off, and they 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 catch in. I mean, it, 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 so it's it's like that's it, man. You know, like Michael Jackson was trying to tell people, man, he was like, yo, this is it, man, because all the stuff he's seen from, from from that that level, it's like the disconnect is so huge. That's why he made it his call to be to represent the children, because the the, the pro, a lot of the, the the shit that's going on, man, is against the children all the way even in the womb. And there's nothing new under the sun. Like I said with Solomon, man, he, when when the Pharaoh was in charge, the Pharaoh, what he did, one of the things he wanted to do, he was like, yo, all the male babies, all the male babies, get rid of them. And they doing the same shit. It's, it's all it's all the same shit, man. And it's, it's, if 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 you allow them to do it, they gonna do it. I mean, it's by consent. Even if if you're not a part of the, the solution, you're part of the problem, man. And it's like everybody's just trying to get by. When it's like, yo, there's a story. You mean? <laughs> Trying to get by off the rich man breadcrumbs when them them rich people is not even rich man them people is so fucked up they don't even know it man but it's it's, it's all gonna change man and oh like I was saying about them parallel dimensions yo it's basically what they they doing is manifesting they manifesting the perfect reality for themselves and making you believe it. I mean, thing that I'm so black take over because not only oh you know very well stated, very well stated, very informative. Yeah, man, but I'm trying, man. I'm too passionate, man. I'm gonna get this chance. 
and it's a self-sustaining light, man. So once that becomes, once it comes into fruition, man, if, if, if say for example, a perfect example, say for example, tomorrow, Sunday, every black person, every well-established African American, uh, West Indian, Haitian, or Caucasian, Puerto Rican, we gotta keep it a, not to say it like that, but dark-skinned people, English-speaking. Um, Africans and African Americans will be the most likely candidates to bring amongst a revolution because not only do they have a similarity in the struggle, a lot of a lot of African American people say, "Oh, oh well, um, I'm, I'm getting off topic, man." I should say that's the open discussion. <laughs> but no, no, actually, you're right on. You're right on point, man. That's that's why I took. That's why I increased the show by some time so that you know these full chains of thoughts. That you're really on point for what you're saying. Because it's it's like Sugar Ray's new page that that's coming into fruition. It's bigger than just hip hop, man. You know what I'm saying? It really is. He's got the perfect, uh, you know, site coming out. It's, it's, it's called It's ITZ, bigger than hip hop. And I'll let him explain that to you. But exactly all the things that you're talking about, you know, from the archaeology standpoint to the scientific standpoint, that's another. You're very valuable to what we're doing in the conversations that we have on these nightly basis, man, because you look at things both in reality and in abstract. And that's exactly the way you have to view it because everything that we're, we're talking about here makes a bigger, broader picture that here again doesn't get painted. And it's not like it's not on time what you're saying because a lot of what you're saying, you know, should be said more often by a lot more of us. The artists who had all the power and all the money. Like Dre's billion dollars, Oprah's big pocket books, and all these other folks out here with these big, big expense accounts and stuff that do nothing but sit back and spend four or five hundred thousand dollars on a stupid play doll that doesn't even look like them, and all this other you know weird rocket chairs and, and dumb shit. You know, a lot of you know, people thought and gave the full perspective as you're giving it. Things would probably be a lot better for us in this country because, like I said before, I know what the what the alleged dominant society is all about, but you know I'm more interested in what we're talking about and how we feel about things. And there's not enough. Of it. We don't we don't have enough uh, dialogue and discussion. But you know that's why we do it. Six four six five nine five three four zero two. Black love. We're talking about whether or not whites are taking over the hip hop scene. But the stuff we're talking about, you know, what I'm saying, can be found on Twitter. Can be found on you know, Facebook, you know, we're found, you know, you know, everywhere, Google everywhere. And we have these shows just for that reason. So anyway, why don't you shout out about that website? Well, I B T H H I B T H H what it is, man, is uh it's bigger than hip hop dot com. It's a site that I created. It's uh gonna launch to its full capacity about the first of August. And um what it's going to do is it's going to be real informative and it's it's going to talk about black life in America. It's talking about the culture, sports, entertainment, you know, information, you know, as far as like news. And, and then I got, you know, some comedy type stuff I'm going to put in there because I'm, I'm going to keep count of a uh, top ten weekly coon rankings. Never have that. 
and that's going to be going on a weekly basis. Uh, I'm trying to work with some, a few other people with a new dread down in uh, Texas as giving them opportunity to showcase their product. And, uh, it's the San Cooper League. I emailed them and you know it's gonna be it's gonna be real it's gonna be real tight, man. It's basically gonna be like world star hip hop, except it's gonna have a bigger level, a bigger stage, and a better twist. You know what I mean? So I'm gonna try to run through everybody I got on my Facebook because I got like about close to three thousand, probably three thousand people. I don't know how many. I got a lot of people on my Facebook, but I'm trying to bring all that traffic, and I'm trying to have a lot of hits. A lot of people come through there, check things out. Yeah, it's gonna be fun, man. I'm gonna, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna make it big. I ain't talk, I ain't, I ain't playing with it, bro. I mean, it's like one of those things. If you're gonna do something, you go all out. You put some heavyweight money into it, whatever you gotta do, because that's gonna be my job. I got a job, but I just don't like working for him. I want to work for me. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> That's what it's all about. Yeah, uh-huh. man. Black work or white. Yeah, man. By, by any chance, Mr. Robinson, is there an email? Uh, what's that? Um, this is Andrew from the Bronx. Yeah, 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 uh, yeah bro. What's anything you want, man? If you wanna, you you can you can um you can take my number, you can get my email, you whatever. We, we, we I prefer to um I can I can uh, get the, the phone number. Okay. Are you on Facebook? Yeah, I am. Okay, I want to look you up, man, add you as a friend, add you to the to both groups, man, and find out. Yeah, most definitely. You can get my number, man. My my email. Let me get my email address right now, and you can uh. I will get my number out right now, but I probably have like a million people calling me and saying all kind of crazy stuff. <laughs> but, but at the same time, you know, I don't really care, man, because you know what? It's attention, and I love it. <laughs> <laughs> so if you got a pen, if you got a pen and paper, man, I give you my number right now. Oh, um, oh, Dad, I really I was gonna write it in my iPhone, but I was thinking about that pen and the paper. Yeah, cause like, cause like, like, if anybody leave a message, my message is gonna always say, "State your business." So, state your business, you know. <laughs> I hear that. I hear that a lot. Bad about that. Yeah, that's a good way. State your business. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna leave my number out, man. If anybody wanna holler at me, please, please holler, holler at me. But talk, please, talk good, talk. Talk softly, man. Don't come in with no shouting and acting a fool, acting crazy. And all them faded women, you want to come at me too? Please, come on. Make the sugar sweet, baby. Don't get stupid. <laughs> okay, it was the Robinson. All right. Yes, uh, sir. Number is 206, man. 206-430-0353. All right, uh, two two zero six. Yep. Two zero six four three zero. Four three zero. Zero three five three. You you you. We repeated my number so many times that I'm quite sure somebody else got it. It's okay. 
<laughs> like, damn. <laughs> anyway, you got that? Yeah, well, the reals, man. Hit me up, man, and if we could, we could chop it up, man. Cause the thing about the site is, is uh, it, it's you know, it's gonna be an advertising site. And, you know, and the thing about it, man, it's going to be fun, man, but it's not going to be a situation to where if you got to, if, if if it's something that you want to put on and you want to get down with, we can talk about it. But if you get a chance right now, look at it right now, it's up right now. I mean, it's up right now. But the thing about it is, though, is that uh, we can work something out, man, because, like I said, it's and bigger than hip-hop. Is this is what dead. it is. Yeah, anything sure. that anything, if this is, I just need a couple, man, a couple bucks, man. And if this is what it is, anything that you can imagine in your mind, I could bring it to being. Yeah, I mean, that's the type of power I'm working in. The the word says, declare a thing, and it is. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I just, I just, I mean, I had to go through certain certain things that I, I wasn't able to be. Taught by a person like the the value of, of I mean certain things that I'm gonna be able to portray from this experience to other people so they 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 could jump jump start you know and 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 be able to maneuver around those pitfalls of trying to figure it out for themselves. So mm-hmm. if, I mean what we need right now is star power, man, and and like you said, it's a, it's a real fight fight, man. It's a struggle. Because I, I had to go through certain things myself to, to understand, man, basically. Because personally, I, I like telling this story now because it was, it was very humbling. Um, basically, I, I came from, you know, I'm I'm, I'm not privileged, too privileged, but my mom, I guess you they, they would categorize my, my parents, my mom and my dad as a middle class. So... Right. Basically, I was in this situation where I was looking at stuff like, oh, this could, it, it could never happen to me. And little did I know, man, after going through a couple things, you know, not being so nice to my my mom, you know what I mean, and doing all kind of stuff. This was when I was like 14, 15, you know, that, that age where you were trying to figure out stuff. And my mom's a single parent, so she didn't really know what to do with me. She was just like, yo, get out. <laughs> so I was like, yeah, all yeah. right. Yeah, see, that's the thing, man. You're at that age right now, man, to where – you're gonna go through some hurdles, but the thing about it, you got to keep, you just stay afloat, man. You got to have that vision because a lot of people don't have vision or have thoughts or ideas or not as not even as depth in depth as you are, because a lot of dudes think the worst and go do the worst, and next thing you know, they are part of that system, man, and it's and they can't get out of it. I couldn't figure it. I'm like, yo, that could, and then being on food stamps alone was enough right. to tell me. Stay away from that shit. Don't even go close to this system thing because it's not no joke, man. And then I was able to peer into the perspective of other people that was going through shit, and they was so deep in it, they didn't even know they was going through it. So I'm like, damn, that's crazy. And it's like, um, this is just, I'm talking about from the projects, man, just the environment. And I've been over here for three and a half years, man. Lord willing, like I said, next two weeks I'll be free. I'm free already, but I'm just saying physically I could I can go well. I mean, and it's like basically they've managed to think they could they could imprison they 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 could do stuff to your mind, man. They could do stuff to your body. They could do stuff to your, your you know break you your will. 
But the thing is, I, I will, you know, I mean, I, I overcome this stuff. I am basically, we shall overcome. Man, in the words of the man, Mister King, basically, you know what I mean, um, I'm at the point where I have to, I've, I've, I've done the mental training. I, I could always do some more. I've, I've got a certain level of spiritual adeptness. I just got to get my physical training on now. But I have to purify, I got to, like, detox and stuff like that also. And these are all things that attribute to a person being able to think clearly. And what needs to happen is what, what, one thing at a time, one day at a time. But I, I, got, I got ideas for it. I got over, I've been writing in five books, basically. I got I, ideas. You write five, five books? Uh, no books. Oh, no books. I thought I was like, damn, you, you write books. I'm like, damn, it's cold. <laughs> <laughs> you know, five books over here, man, sitting on a gold mine. Let's talk to you right now. It's scribbling ideas and stuff like that. Just you know, things that come to mind of how like I could implement an idea to try to help a new a person. I mean, and yeah, man. So basically, this is a solution. There's a remedy for the hip hop industry. Well, that's good, man. You know, you know what I want to tell you, though, man. You, yeah. you you sound like you have a lot of information, a lot of stuff you're just itching and waiting for. And I know what you mean when you say a couple of dollars, man, because you just need that you, you just need that break to basically get in the mix and get you going. And I understand and, what you're saying. And uh, I don't even yeah. feel like this is real right now, but it is. <laughs> like, I mean, I just, yeah, so that's right. And I'm going to tell you this. I'm going to tell, tell you the real deal, man. You know, give us a minute, man. And I'm gonna say it. Fuck with us. Give us a minute and deal with me, deal with me and Flossie, man. And eventually, we're gonna happen, man. This situation will happen because think about it. We got plans and we got direction, and we don't have big money, but we're gonna make it happen because it has to happen. <laughs> you know what I mean? And we got a lot of people behind us that's kind of believing the same thing. My man Flossie got a lot of connections, you know, like the. I don't know if you, uh, we was on the phone us that night when we talked to Robin. She has a huge following, man. She's a person who knows a lot of people. And I, and I, and eventually, uh, I got to talk to her because I'm waiting for her to hit me up. But, um, I want you to me to talk with her, share things with her also, man. But this website, man, when I get it going, and first I want to give a shout out before I go in too far, because every time I talk about the website, I have to give a shout out to Dead Press. Because they have a song called "It's Bigger Than Hip Hop," so I got to give a prayer about it, give a give a shout to them because it's their title of the song that they created and I used for my website. But anyway, um, that situation is gonna be real crazy, man. So, man, if there's anything you want to bring to it, bro, we could we could make it happen. And on top of that, to be real with you, I'm gonna tell you flat out right now, it ain't no it ain't no charge. <laughs> I'm not gonna charge you. Because I know you're part of the struggle And you're trying to get yourself going Because I'm not in a position to charge you for a space Or charge you for doing anything I'm just saying It's an opportunity To get what you do out there And if it's a situation that benefits The the site and all that stuff like that And the site starts to make some record numbers Believe me I help you out Okay Oh man I feel like it's a dream come true, man. I go, I go, just, just yeah, just one day at a time, man. And one day at a time, bro. Just one day at a time, man. Basically, I don't like talking that. 
if if I'm sure, basically, I gotta retake the house, man. And if I'm sure it is what it is, I right, then I'm. I'm
they they gotta be that way. That's just the, I guess that's the design of the mathematical equation of the universe and all that other stuff. But I guess you know to balance all that stuff, the universe will have. To be Absolutely. We're going to drop a couple of. Hold on, just for We got another caller. This lady's name. 111, you're on deck. What's going down with you? Who we got? Well, that's okay. Just go ahead and sit comfortable and uh, we'll chime back in with you in here in a little bit. We're going to pay a couple of bills real quick as we uh, round this thing down. Give you a couple of hot ones, something to put on your mind. We'll be back to our final thoughts. Six four six five nine five three four zero two. Black love or what's taking over the hip hop scene. Yo, yeah, nowhere to run to, nowhere to hide. Sitting on the front stoop right outside in the moonlight. When I take flight, I fly. Crank the engine, then I break out like I'm benching. Thousands of pounds, spit thousands of rounds and verses. Help them out like a found missing person. This time, I'ma try to lounge on the person so people can hear how my rap sounds perfect. Could hate a nigga, but in fact, it's not worth it. Never know how long you got on this earth, kid. Count them blessings and pay them dues. Keep rolling with the winners, cause they don't lose. In the 2G era, the skies is looking clearer. And nothing can stop them guys that's in the mirror. So thankful that I keep my hands on the bankroll. Can't play the shipwreck falling off the plank roll. So I stay stable like a natural born hustler. Kicking that hot shit right for all the customers. Near or far, coming here to star. I'll be pouring out beer in the park. For my loved ones, deep and thick is how my love runs for you. So with no further ado, I'ma smash it. Kick that shit they call acid. 24 hours a day, remain classy. In the sun, 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 I arise from out my linens to the sun beginning Kissed by the ray of a sunny day But I feel it in my bone, a child without a home A prison cell holds a dream to a black team I never thought I'd see the day when brothers pledge allegiance To a red, white, and blue that's waving untrue Yo, where's the 40 acres in the mule, huh? you rather give us Mickey D's in the two, huh? And in the sun, I see the way you pull a hard string. And in the sun, I see your old way to new things. Every man has to bow down to God's grace. Every soul has to concede to God's goal. Politicians give religion to a star people. As the Constitution reads, it says I'm not equal. Three-fifths of a gift from a love supreme. This gotta be a bad dream. I'm hearing train scream. Little kids are getting warped from computer thwarts. Family structure is destroyed, marriage null and void. All has gotten formulaic, really hate to say it, but I can see it easy, really, in the sun. In the sun, sun, uh, the sun, sun. We keep going, sun. Don't ever think I've forgotten the days black plotting and scheming. 
Sitting in the lunchroom eating and dreaming On about the things we do When we reach independence, nothing is brand new It's all still according to plan Me and man, from decades ago Can't nobody understand the hardships we've been through Sun to sun, on the wake up Not not everybody gotta run for the ultimate goal Can't lose their soul in the process So unto you, I say God bless Seeing your face lets me see my own So I zone and think about the days we got stoned In the staircase, apartment builders, little children Growing in a world so cold just like pilgrims We migrate daily, nowadays we rarely get to see one another But when we connect, we still brothers And now we in the corporate world And the game is different, you get caught up in the twirl If your fam ain't effective, so here's our perspective To help each other, cause man, ain't it hectic In the sun Sun, 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 if you got what it takes, cause I'm KRS and I'm on the mic and premieres on the break. I'm in my sentiments, my solid toxic When I rock 
it's the one stop shop over here, man. Whatever you need, we got it. Believe that, believe that. Yeah, believe that, man. And once again, man, you know, tomorrow's Sunday. I don't know what I'm going to do. I don't know, Sugar Ray, man. You know, it's, it's been a while. Ever, ever since the blowout, man, we haven't had a, a relationship show. We may have to throw out some Sugar Sundays tomorrow. So, you know what I'm saying? You know, yeah, I wonder what the, I'm trying to figure out where the girls at, man. The girls, they don't like me no more. <laughs> they, they don't like me no more. They used to call in. I think last time we had a conversation, it wasn't nice. They don't want to... They don't want to mess with the brown sugar no more. I guess uh, guess the sugar was got got a little played out for. Them. I don't know the deal what that is. Hey, the love is getting red. Yeah, tell them to come on back, man. Like 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 my man Prince said, come back, Nikki, come back. <laughs> <laughs>
My duty is to keep on learning. You heard? Keep on learning. It's soaking up game. We gon' make mistakes. We gon' go through some things. Keep on growing. Keep on soaking up game. If something ain't working, don't be afraid to change. Nobody know it all as soon as you think you do, that's when you fall. We got to do more to survive, we must evolve, things change. Just when you think you've seen it all, we trip, we stumble, but we get back in stride. Each day, all the way, one step at a time. Don't want to let my ego and pride make me blind. The elders say when you stop growing, that's when you die. The one who gets the knowledge is the one who asks why. Through the course of life, you're going to taste some humble pie, but I love it. It makes me appreciate the things that I take for granted, gaining insight and Understanding each one, teach one. We got to pass it on. Keep doing the knowledge building and adding on with faith in the assumption that nobody knows everything, but everybody knows Keep something. Keep on learning. It's soaking up game. We gon' make mistakes. We gon' go through some things. Keep on growing. Keep on soaking up game. If something ain't working, don't. Yeah, yeah. The more you know, the more you know you don't know. And if you don't know, there's more you can know than you won't grow. What you don't know can hurt you. Discipline is a virtue. Gotta ask the right questions or else you go in the cycles and cycles and spirals. Information is viral, it's infectious, it's contagious And how you going through stages like the night, you don't believe that No, we didn't do that Then reality said and there's no dispute in the facts Yo, I'm sorry if I woke you up But when I open up, it's like I'm smoking But I'm high off the people, watch me soak it up Huey said the best education is observation and participation Study how the people be relating Different points of views turn bad news to good news See, it's kind of like some shoes Cause I got to make your move Treat it like organic food Make it something you can chew Information you can use Make it something you you can do on learning. It's soaking up game. We gon' make mistakes. We gon' go through some things. Keep on growing. Keep on soaking up game. If something ain't working, don't be afraid to change. Hey man, it's okay to say you don't know. When you let go of your ego, you're free from all illusion. Can't make moves in confusion Don't look for conflict, man Always look for the solution My pop said humility is a sign of wisdom But to really soak it in Now that's a different kind of listening See, man sharp a man And every day is another lesson And it's not failure when you learn, man It's a blessing And as the Buddha says Nothing lasts forever we gotta manage our expectations The less we crave, the less we suffer In this way we awaken Right understanding Right thought Right speech Right action Right livelihood Right effort Right mindfulness Right focus Keep soaking Soak it up Keep on learning Don't be 
afraid to change.